AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment, so you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment, so you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Can you said there's lights in the sky? The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And hello to all of you who might also have troubled minds. And happy birthday to Bailey, Monochrome on Discord. What's up? What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. I hope everybody's doing well, sticking in there, dealing with this bullshit election season. I tell you what, every single day the news gets worse, more sloppy more deceitful (laughs) it's disgusting it's disgusting we're going to talk about a little bit of that tonight in a non-political way hopefully and uh yeah holy shit right if anybody watches the news uh, oh boy uh i always say off the rails i think uh is there is there a term beyond that (laughs) 
exploded into a... Uh, anyway, uh, this show is about aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, and we are going to talk about aliens tonight. It's, uh, it, it's yeah, I, I mean, we, we talk about the 24-hour news cycle. We talk about all this stuff, right? We talk about uh, the government. We talk about... Uh, academia, we talk about uh, major corporations and the whole bit, right? The whole bit, the whole deal, the whole upside down we're living in that we're supposed to pretend is the right side up. That is what this show is about. And uh, did I mention this show is live? If you're listening on Friday night, and it is Friday night, you can dial this phone number. You can get on the show this way, 702-957-1037. You can also click the Discord link. You go to troubledminds.org. That's the official website. And you can join the show both ways. Simple as that. 702 is a Las Vegas area code. That's where we're streaming from. And uh, Discord is a chat client, voice client, and uh, it's how we do the show. It's part of how we do the show. It is uh, it is not a long-distance call. So if uh, you prefer the old school, we got the phone number. If you prefer the new school, we got the Discord. So watching both as we go, and uh, anybody's welcome on the show. So we will be talking about UFOs tonight. So if you have seen... Um, uh, some UFOs and whatnot. Uh, feel feel free to take the show over and call in and just t- tell us what the what's up with the UFOs. I mean, uh, we'll we'll take as many calls as we can. We always do. We'll make time for you. That's why we do it this way. It is a long format talk show, is what this is, and so uh, it is a long full three hours. Okay, we take a quick break in the middle, but uh, for 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 all intents and purposes, we're here to talk. That's what this is about. This is about talking, kind of get to get through, um, <laughs> to, to hold on tight, to, to maybe maybe a, uh, a, <laughs> a a gathering group to uh, to get us through election season. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. I hope that helps. I hope I hope it all helps. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're about positivity, by the way. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Anyway, you guys know that. If you guys listen, you guys know that. So here we go. Here we go. That's what this is about. So we're streaming on uh, Facebook, YouTube. We're streaming on Twitch. We're streaming on Periscope, which is part of Twitter. We're streaming on DLive. We're streaming, tw- uh, did I say Twitch? We're streaming all over the damn place. So basically, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do shout outs, all right? So uh, type in the chat where you're uh, listening from. We'll shout you out. I see Laura there. What's up, Laura? Laura from uh, Lakeland, Florida. Hello. Thanks for showing up. I got Eric. I have to name a couple before this, the, the chat scrolls down too far and I miss him. William from Singapore. What's up? Thanks for being here, guys. Okay. So uh, if you want to shout out just like that, type in the in the chat where you're listening from. And also uh, type in the chat throughout the whole show if your, uh, your uh, comments are particularly funny or relevant or... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, somewhere in between or whatever. We'll, we'll read those as we go as well. So uh, go ahead and type your uh, where you're listening from. We'll shout you out. And then uh, they're going to get to some conspiracy news. We always do conspiracy news to keep it relevant and to keep it um, uh, to keep uh, to, to kind of pay attention to what the news cycle is doing. And so not only that. Right. So it is, as we all know, <laughs> the biggest election of your life is in two weeks or three weeks or some shit like this. Right. And that, the, <laughs> I just can't I just can't help it. Right. I'm getting I'm getting like spam called day and night from these uh, political types that uh, people knocking on the door. Are you going to get out the vote to Joe Biden? I'm like, uh, can, can you please leave me alone? <laughs> please leave me alone. And yeah, I mean, um, uh, yeah. So if you guys are getting some of that as well, and it's getting on your last nerve, well, I'd love to hear about it because, well, that's why we do it live and why we uh, we share this information together. Because I want to know what's happening in your neck of the woods. I want to know if uh, that shit is burning down out there, or if uh, they're just knocking on your door saying, "Vote Biden, vote Biden." Because uh, I tell you what, I haven't I haven't had a single person knock on my door or call me and say, "Vote Trump." So that's a little weird. If you ask me, you figure you'd get a little bit of that, but no, none of that at all okay so anyway anyway with all of that said okay what's up eddie what's up 
What's going on, man? I'm doing good, dude. Yeah. Hey, are you are you, you okay? You're okay, dude. You got this. I'm okay. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm freaking out. I want I want to challenge I want to challenge you to 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 not read so much news tomorrow. You try to take 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 a day off from reading some articles, man, and all the bullshit. I'm freaking out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but you got this. Now I, I just love this guy with the jetpack, though. I really do. It was actually the first the uh, the first night I was listening to your show, and I called in. You, you were talking about the guy, the first guy above LAX. And I'm just like, of course, the guy with a jetpack has got to be balls out enough to like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go buzz planes at LAX, you know, <laughs> and then do it again, and do it again. I know, right? I, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's like a, if this guy, because I, I wonder if the guy in, in Japan or I, I saw it. But the, you're right. There was a. Somebody just did it again recently. I think it was in China or something. I wonder if it was a copycat or if it was the same guy or, or what. But if this is like some sort of new fad, some sort of secret club they have. <laughs> it's it's like that guy on the. Uh, did you see the dude with the, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the the Fleetwood Mac on the skateboard? Did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, yeah. right? So it's it's become the new challenge. It's like the it's like the Buzz LAX challenge <clears throat> with a jetpack. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody's gonna show up. Except this time they're gonna get a tank that's full of jetpacks. Yeah. They're gonna be like, we're sponsoring. <laughs> you know, thanks for thanks for uh, for all the free publicity. Jetpack yeah. publicity. Ex- yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So this, this is gonna be a press conference next week, and they're selling jetpacks. <laughs> right. Right. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, t- uh, I'm telling you. Ever, right? Did you ever get your beer open? Did you ever get your beer open? Is what I want to really know. No, I mean, like you can use the edge. I'm still looking. Get the edge of your table, or like, I, I think you I know. Think, uh, I think Mrs. Strange jacked my opener as a as a as a cruel prank. I think that's what happened. It was right here on the table, and it's gone. So either I had like the, a real time haunting, and a poltergeist mm-hmm. took my bottle opener, and that is rude as anything. <laughs> <laughs> or I think my wife grabbed it and probably put it where it belongs. So yeah, uh, I'm no, gonna take a break in a minute. It's and, funny uh, how they do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. She's like, it doesn't belong there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I need it though. I need it right now. Okay. So anyway, anyway, just just point being, like, uh, I'm a little agitated. It's a little bit hot. And it, it just uh, yeah, whatever. I, I, I'm and we started late. And this is what happened. Check this out. Right before we started again, the audio just took a shit. All of it. Everything worked, and then I was ready to hit start, and then nothing worked. Like if that, like it takes yeah. a full 20 minutes to reboot and get everything back up and test everything. And it's just a pain in the ass. It's I saw that. I was, I was, I was ready watching. I'm like, I could feel your stress through the, through the internet here. I feel like yeah. I was like, Oh, he's, <laughs> but yeah. hey, man, it's, yeah. we appreciate what you do. I, you. you know, it's gotta be yes, yeah, st- stressful, but you know, this is awesome. What do you do, man? Thank you. Just, but, but you get it. You, you know, I'm human. You know, yeah. you know, yeah, I've, exactly. I've got, I've got a beer with a top on it in my hand and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to start going commando. I'm gonna stab it and like drink it out of the bottom. Watch this. <laughs> There's no firm table around, like in the old days. You know, just put it on the edge of the table and pop it with your fist. The thing comes right off. Yeah, yeah, I'll be able to do something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me take a break here. It's cool. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, uh, any go. thoughts on any of the rest of this stuff? So no, man. I mean, like, I was just. I, I, I'm excited that we're, you know you're gonna talk about Shag Harbor. It's something I haven't thought about in a while, but um, you know. It's uh, I, I, I thought, you know, I, I wanted to take the opportunity to maybe real quick, just because I, I can't be on for too long. I have to, I have to be up for work early, but um, I, w- I, would, I would describe real quick, you know, th- in my experience, it, I, I've just in the things that I've seen, the, the vast range of, of kinds of uh, kinds of 
I guess, quote, UFOs, whatever you want to call them, you, you can see. I've seen everything from, like I've described on your show in the past, you know, like solid triangular craft to that are like solid craft in the sky that that would sit stationary and then move off at, at insane rates of speed. I've seen what I could only describe as orbs of light, like in, appearing and disappearing and doing weird things around each other. I've seen long strings of flickering light, and then I've seen a solid hovering solid disc that was at a distance, but we could both tell, me and, and my wife at the time could tell what we were looking at. And it hovered over the some mountains on the west side of, of uh, Las Vegas and then just disappeared. And that was that was one that would, and it, it even had the, the what they would say, like if you, I've heard somebody describe it perfectly, where if you take a plate and you drop it on a table, the way it sort of has like a wobble to it, it was doing that exact sort of motion. And, and we could see the light reflecting off of like a metallic, metallic surface, it would like glare. And then it vanished into thin air, completely into thin air, like, like, and I, it it was it was insane. That was the first that was the first time I ever saw something I would consider solid. That, that was before the triangle craft. But the one of the most interesting ones that I wanted to drop real quick, and then you'll, we can do your break, was something that I never. I mean, I was sort of assumed, you know, all these incredible craft out there, or, or all the the possibilities of the technology that could exist in the universe. You know, I I always sort of assumed that something like this would exist, but. I'm sitting out on my uh, out on my balcony, and I, you know, I used to be a smoker, and I, that's, I, you know, I'd spend just hours looking out at the stars and and smoking, and I I look, I, I, I'm, this is, I'm living at the far west side of town of of Las Vegas at this point, looking over the west the west mount like the west, uh, you know, the west side of the desert. There's like some mountains, and this is off of Cheyenne and Wallapai. If you're familiar with Las Vegas. And I'm looking directly out to the west, and I and then I. This is a really foggy night. Like I th this was December 2016, and I I, I look out to the. Uh, I look. I poke my head out, and I see this like sort of glow in the fog because it's really low clouds and foggy that night. And I see this sort of like like glowing distortion, and as I'm like sort of focused on it, the distortion goes away. But I'm not shooting you the fog like split, just like split, like something like a giant boomerang just ripped through it. And it was probably in my vision, like, uh, you know, it, I mean, this thing wasn't incredibly close to me. It was probably maybe a mile and a half from where, where I was, uh, you know, where I was sitting, like, oh, and, and, and looking at it. But I just I could see the path of fog that it split in the air. And in places you could even see the stars. But as I was watching the sand, it was moving pretty quick. And from the time I spotted it to the time that it was completely just like, uh, you know, gone was maybe three and a half seconds at the most. But it came from the from the completely south side of my vision to moving to the north. And as it was sort of passing like where I, you know, you know, directly in front of me out away still. It, I felt like it hooked off to the north, uh, uh, like hooked off to the uh, northwest. So it was moving like south, south to north, and then hooked off to the northwest, like like in a, in a way, like extremely quickly. And I couldn't believe. I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" And like like I've said before, these things happen so quick. But I know that I know 
I, and I'm, I'm objective and I'm looking for this shit because I've had these experiences. And something like that happens so quick and fleeting, but I know what I saw, something, something that it, I have no other way of describing it and it had to be cloaked. But it was, it, it came flying over that, set, that west side of Las Vegas and just put, you could see it push the fog out of, the, out of its way and clear a path as it just ripped off over the mountains and made no sound, no, no kind of, I mean, you know, no whoosh or anything like that that I could hear. It was just like, a, it was just something visible that you could see if you were watching that part of the sky real quick, you would, you know, other, I mean, like, I, it, it wasn't windy. It was like low and foggy. Like you could see the mist around the, 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 um, the the streetlights and stuff i mean it was it wasn't like it, it was insane it was one of those things that was crazy even after all the things i experienced i was like that was crazy and i kept trying to think and figure out ways to explain it away but i'm like no there's no way to explain that away that thing was huge i mean it was it was probably the biggest thing and like the closest in proximity at that you know that was that size that i ever see i, I ever see i mean it was i couldn't i i all i'll say is it was big I, I'm not even going to hazard a guess because it was night and it was just, I, it, it was invisible. All I could see was the path that it was making in the fog. And, and but that's my story. On that one. That's crazy. That's yeah. good. That's good shit. Yeah. You, you, you got some, uh, you got some good UFO stories, man. You've you seen, you've seen, man, I told fun. you, I told, I told you the first night I'm like, I, I told you after I emailed you after that, we spent two and a half hours doing a whole show on, on, on my story. And then I emailed you after I'm like, that was awesome, man. But honestly, we really only scratched the, the surface of some of this. <laughs> I mean, it's been eight years and I told you, I mean, they just kept happening. It was after the first one happened. It was like, boom, another one, boom, another one. And they brought, I mean, broad daylight stuff. And I had witnesses with me, people, people with me on a lot and most of them. You know, there's only very few of these that happened when I was by myself. And so it's, 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 it's insane. But I mean, I, you know, it, but it, it, it did, it, it kept happening. And, and, and so, you know, it, it's interesting stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If, uh, uh, keep, keep that camera nearby. I want to see some, I want to see some, uh, some weird shit. I used to have, you know, the, the sad, the sad thing is, is when, when this all started happening, I had a lot of video and this was in 2000, uh, you know, 2012, my first sighting happened, and then I'd say my my second sighting happened within weeks after the first one. And then I started did did start trying to film some stuff, and I did have some decent footage of of some things. And it was all on an old computer that I think I have in my garage. I, I I'd have to see if it can be retrieved from old hard drives, but it's <laughs> one of those things. I've the I I I continue. I do. I, I'm. You know anything? I just I pray that one day I'll have something close and 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 extended enough to really get some more good cell phones because we all have a camera in our pocket now, you know. But the problem is, is like I said, the stuff is so fleeting or so hard. And I love how you put it on that show. Like I I, I was explaining that to a friend too. Yeah, we all know what airplanes are. We all see them up there, and you know what it is when you see it. But try to pull out your phone and take a like a decent video to where you can even explain it. That you know to try to get a good picture of that airplane, you know, and that's exactly what it, what it is. And airplanes are easy. They just cru slowly cruise across the sky. You know, this, the stuff that I've seen it moves at, in, in ways that you can't even explain with our technology. And you, and you, and you, to try to get a video or a picture of it sometimes is just like, you know, it's insane. But I mean, I hope, I hope that one day, you know, I hope that one day I, I, I will get something. I mean, I, I always tell people, even if I do get that video, 
only the ones who want to believe are going to believe it. I, and, you know, most people, for me, what it took was having that experience, man. Like most the people who know me now is like that. I was, I, I never believed in this stuff. I, you would have never convinced me with videos or pictures or anything. It took me ex having that experience. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Help Jews in Poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. And... And until I did, it didn't, you know, I, I would have never considered it. They're out there. They are out there. That's for sure. They, they, just don't, they, just don't believe yeah. Tom DeLong, Tom DeLong and crew. <laughs> don't believe. I don't him. trust him, man. I watched, I watched his whole long thing with on, on, on Rogan's podcast. And I was like, he, he does, he rubs me, he rubs me wrong. And I grew up as a fan of his. I was a huge Blink-182 fan as a, as a young kid uh, growing up in Southern California. And, he, and, yeah. and 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 it sort of and then when I did hear he was going off into the UFO you know UFO field and trying to do some stuff I was like all right good for him you know and then watching his uh I don't know I just don't I don't trust him I I just there's something about him and I'm a I'm a good judge of character I feel like and I can tell when people are full of shit or when they're they're holding something out or I, I just sorry Tom dude I feel like you're uh, <laughs> yeah well. <laughs> You call it like you see it, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree yeah, more. Yeah, there's a, a couple. Yeah. there's a couple of flies buzzing around there. Yeah, <laughs> and bring bringing the, the the devil to Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, right. yeah totally. Right. Totally. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else, real quick, while we got you on? Uh, no, man. No, man. That's it. I hope everybody has a wonderful night, and uh, and uh, I'm gonna go hit the sack. Right on. I appreciate it. I, 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 thanks for saving me from myself. Let me. Uh, uh, contemplate and meditate for just a quick, quiet moment. <laughs> well, oh, man, uh, well, you just take that thing. deep breath, feel that light, feel that light, it. find that light, man. You got this. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, Eddie from LV, right, Eddie from Las Vegas. Uh, thanks for calling, man. Always a pleasure. Have a great night. Okay. All right. You too, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, here you go. Uh -huh. Simple as that. You'd be on the show that way, just like Eddie. And uh, let's see, let's see, let's move him in case he needs to be moved. There you go. I'll move you right back yeah, out to the, uh, there you go. There you go. Free and clear, you can uh, you can start uh, start going to sleep and not worry about us listening to you. Okay, so there we go. If you guys want to be part of the show, phone number, it just took a shit, but I'm going to play it. I'm going to start it. We're going to do a quick two-minute break, and I'm going to go find my beer opener. <laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of this shit. You guys, hang tight for two minutes. Hit the bathroom. Grab a beer. Find your opener. <laughs> I'll meet you right back here in two minutes. Ah, uh, jeez.
I promise it'll get better. And uh, commercial action. In other news, I got my beer open. What's up? Welcome back to Troubled Minds. Uh, sorry about the uh, all, all the stupidness, but hey, whatever. We're all human, right? Here we go. Let's talk about Shag Harbor. Now, Shag Harbor was a was like I, I described it in the beginning. This was um, Canada's Roswell, right? It's probably their most famous and uh, most compelling, as far as I'm aware. Uh, of course, I can't be aware of all of the Canadian UFO incidents, but uh, this is the one that gets talked about the most. Kind of like uh, so Roswell here in the states. We have uh, what's the one in the United Kingdom? Rendlesham Forest is probably there. Roswell. So Shag Harbor is definitely Canada's Roswell. Okay, so here we go. Let's just start with this real fast. This is the uh, from the Ministry of Truth, the Wikipedia. Uh, the Shag Harbor UFO incident was reported uh, was a reported impact of an unknown large object into the waters near Shag Harbor, Nova Scotia, a tiny fishing village on the Atlantic coast, on October fourth, nineteen sixty seven. So we're talking fifty years ago. The reports were investigated by various civilian RCMP, which is the Royal Royal Canadian Mounted Police for you that don't speak Canadian, and uh, the Canadian Coast Guard, and military, uh, and the U.S. Condon Committee. Uh, so let's see. So we have uh, we have some problems here that they say that um, oh, we'll get into that stuff later. We'll get into that stuff later. All right. So that's uh, that's what's up. That's what we're talking about tonight. It's uh, again, it's um, it was one of those uh, uh, airplane crashes, right? That where it, it started out as like an airplane crash. It had some witnesses. They see some lights in the sky. Uh, yeah, Shag Harbor, S H A G. And so, uh, what's up, Dwayne? I see you there. What's up, Johnson? Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, let's see. Um, okay, okay, just reading some chat, catching up. Um, so, yeah, uh, Michael, I see you there. Thanks for showing up. Let's see. Um, uh, yes, good story. Thank you, Larry. What's up, Larry? Thanks for being here tonight. Um, okay, so that's that's the beginning of Shag Harbor. Let's let's play a couple clips here. I, I prepared a few so we can see uh, and a few different accounts here. One's from the History Channel. One's from um, is it Scientific something or other. And anyway, uh, you guys will have the links afterwards. Here we go. Let's play the History Channel account of this. And this is not from Ancient Aliens. This is from one of their older shows where they they talk about specifically just uh, these UFO instances. So uh, this was a show dedicated to Shag Harbor. So here we go. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, uh, it is Shag Harbor. Here you go. Here you go. It's built just like that. If you guys want to check it out, there's the, again, Ministry of Truth version of this, which is uh, Wikipedia and Shag Harbor. Oh, I see. I see. I see. You're being a funny, you're being a, being a funny British guy and saying Shag, you know, like 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 Austin Powers. Hey, shag, baby, right? I get you. I get you, buddy. Uh, Sherry says, I don't trust him either. That Tom DeLonge, yeah. I agree 100%. It seems he seems uh he seems like uh <laughs> as the kids would say derpy. <laughs> he's got got the derpy look on his face all the time and he's always seems to be making shit up if you ask me. Okay, so let's see. Here we go. Um uh Melvin says uh yep, what's up? What's good? Uh, came late but enjoying the show. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, here we go. So Shag Harbor, here we go. Part one from the History Channel. This is what it looks like. This is what they say. And uh this is how it was described by uh witnesses even. So here we go. Let's play this and then we'll keep on moving. Shag Harbor is a small fishing village on the east coast of Canada. It is a peaceful place where the locals focus on the sea, not the sky. But in 1967, a dramatic UFO incident upended Shag Harbor's quiet ways. It was October 4, 1967, when two of the townspeople en route to their homes spotted something strange above the tree line. My friend and I were talking as I was driving and all of a sudden my friend said, look, look at those lights in the sky. 
when we first see them, they looked like they were stopped. Of course, we were driving in the car and we couldn't tell if they were stopped or, or if they were moving or what they were. And after we lost sight of it and we were in around the corner, we gained sight of it for a few more seconds, then we lost sight of it again. I know I was scared when I first got out of the car because I wasn't very long, very long getting into the house like to, to get my father and, and get him to come out and have a look at it. And I was kind of hoping that it would stay there long enough for him to see it, and it did. Smith and Kendrick weren't the only ones to see the strange lights. Many of the locals watched as they flickered off and on. Suddenly, the luminous object turned on its side and plummeted into the harbor waters. Eyewitnesses rushed to notify the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, or RCMP. The people who initially arrived on the scene, the civilians who were called in the aid, the RCMP, uh, concerns were for survivors. Most people saw this thing occur from a distance. and. It was initially thought that perhaps it was an airplane crash, but what the eyewitnesses saw, or in this case, what RCMP officers saw when they arrived on the scene, I mean, there were at least three officers on the shoreline that at least saw a pale yellow light moving on the water. They all felt that it was something quite unusual. Okay, so we have six witnesses see a light in the sky. They believe it to be a plane crash. It lands in the water, and they're concerned. They think it's like a, uh, a like a literal literal plane crash you have you have people's lives you got to save right so they spring into action they call the royal canadian mounted police the rcmp which is kind of like the uh, the fbi of the of canada and uh you know the nationals the feds and so they come over and uh they start investigating and so the witnesses so not only see this this plane crash whatever it happens to be they see some orb or some light traveling underneath the water like this thing has crashed into the water and now it's still moving around down there so it, it kind of turns from, um, oh, shit, people might be dead to, oh, shit, what the hell is that thing? So, uh, you know, we go from a whole new oh, shit factor, and um, people start uh, really wondering what's going on now. So let's go to part two and keep trucking. We're talking about, uh, one more time, this is uh, Shag Harbor. And, yeah, not that shag, you, you dirty Brits, the other shag, the Shag Harbor in Canada. Nova Scotia, yes, that's where it's at, kind of near Nova Scotia. James says my mom lives right there. It's in Nova Scotia. Yep, that is correct. Uh, let's see. I'll have to check it out next time. Visit her, and I'm I'm in Ontario. She's out in Scotia. Yeah. Uh, so there's a there's apparently like a little um uh, a little uh thing like uh, I'll show you. There's like a little uh, tourist place to check it out as well. But uh, there you go. There's a check out the Wikipedia. There's a map, and actually hold on, I got it right here. There you go. So there's an actual thing right there in Nova Scotia where they say where the the incident happened. So you can actually go out to the the spot and uh, kind of go out and uh, get eyeballs on where this thing supposedly crashed in the harbor. So, yeah, and uh, let's see, what else is there? There's more. There's the there's the map. Let's see, what else is there? There we go. There's the actual newspaper. So we'll, we'll go back and take a look at that in a little bit. But then there's also, um, what else? Oh, I don't have it. But uh, there's like a there's like a, a tourist-type trap thing where you can go and visit, uh, uh, you know, kind of like Roswell has. So, uh, okay, okay, there we go, there we go. So, yeah, you can definitely go check it out. All right, so, uh, yes, Shag Harbor, uh, the incident in Canada, and here we go. We're going to play part two from the History Channel, talking about Shag Harbor action. The RCMP officers were not alone in observing the mysterious object. They were surrounded by a small gathering of spectators. And we all seen it, the police seen it. And everybody was, I guess, startled by it. Nobody had, none of the people that were there had ever seen anything like it before. And I, had, I know I hadn't. 
The witnesses stood and stared, mesmerized by the strange light on the water. Then, just as suddenly as it had appeared, the light vanished. A Coast Guard cutter was summoned, but local fishermen, already on board their vessels, headed for the spot where the light had last been seen. They were looking for survivors, but the only clue that anything had happened that night was a thick layer of an unknown substance. There was a great bubbly foam, and it was yellow. Nothing I had ever seen before. You couldn't smell no odor or anything, and we went about probably three lengths of the boat, and we ran out of it. And we turned around, turned the boat around, and came back into it, and we ran out of it again. The foam, like the lights, eventually disappeared. When it was obvious there was no further sign of distress, the search ended for the evening. By the following morning, the RCMP had already made contact with nearby military bases. They were hoping to find a reasonable explanation for what they'd seen. There was none. This left the small town of Shag Harbor to become big news. It's a headline story throughout the North American press and beyond. And uh, in that, it was said quite clearly there were statements made by uh, personnel at Canadian Forces Headquarters in Ottawa saying that, yes, indeed, we are searching for the crash of what we believe to be an unidentified flying object. This is one of those rare cases where something indeed real has gone into the water, and it's not an aircraft, and it's not space junk. This was an official statement. This was an official statement. So it is uh, not an aircraft, not space junk. So what does that mean? That's a UFO. That is a damn UFO, right? So here's here's uh, one of the initial reports here. The Halifax, Halifax Canada, Saturday, October 7th, 1967. Uh, could, could be something concrete in Shag Harbor UFO, says the RCAF, which is the Royal Canadian Air Force. And so there's something something happening. So the search continues according to the newspaper here. And so they see the the, the, the witnesses see the crash, right? It, it goes into the water. They think it's a plane crash. They see uh, lights uh, kind of moving around underneath the water there. Uh, it starts foaming, which is verified by um, by uh, the actual uh, folks that went out to, to rescue, like local fishermen that were already out on the boat, uh, went out that way to try and do uh, kind of beat the, uh, the, the Coast Guard. Canadian Coast Guard to the, uh, I'm not sure what they're called, the official term, but, uh, the, you know, the officials, they try to beat them to the rescue to see if they can save anybody from the water, this type of thing, and they don't see anything, but but there's no crash, there's no debris, there's just a, a glowing thing underneath the water that's moving, and they're trying to get ahead of it, and it continues to move away, and it's got, it's foaming, like you get this weird, bizarre foam in the water that, you know, these are seasoned uh, fishermen. They, they're out there. They see the water every day. And this is the, the ocean doesn't just foam like that in calm water. So they were a little bit confused about the entire situation. And uh, the next day, the, uh, the, they confirm it, that it's not, it's not space debris. It's not an air cra- airplane crash. So what does that mean? <laughs> That's right. It's a UFO. It's a UFO, I tell you what. James says, uh, what's up? The oceans are, are so vast, we have no idea what could be going on out, out there. I agree 100%, 100%. And this is right on the coast. We got we got people witnessing this stuff. All right, so let's uh, let's play the next clip here, and then we'll, we'll keep on trucking. Uh, part three, this is from the History Channel uh, regarding uh, Shag Harbor. And uh, uh, so so we've got the plane crash, we got the lights in the water, and uh, part three action. Canadian Armed Forces clearly stated that the object was officially a UFO. But the question of where it went after hitting the water was still a mystery. 
Canada's Department of National Defense was determined to find out. Military authorities ordered an underwater search. Within hours of the sighting, a Navy diving team was bobbing off the shores of the tiny fishing village, scanning the harbor bottom for debris. Meanwhile, Shag Harbor residents were stunned by what was happening in their small town. Those who had been the first to witness the lights were quickly gaining notoriety. Everybody teased me a lot about seeing Martians and all this stuff, but I, I believe I see something. I did see something. There's no question about that. And uh, what it was that I don't know, but it was something. It was definitely something. The people of Shag Harbor had no expectations. Roswell, although it occurred in 47, uh, did not become, uh, you know, a, a story and a case until almost into the 80s, at least until 78. And they weren't influenced by that. This uh, Shag Harbor stood alone. Nothing was found during the Navy's three-day vigil. On the 8th of October, the search was canceled. Media interest began to wane, and life in Shag Harbor settled back to normal. But researchers now claim there is more to this incident than originally revealed. Oh, there's more to the incident, you don't say. You don't say, right? There's always more to the, uh, to the story, isn't there? Uh, so begins the Fox Mulder cover-up. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Here we go. This is from shagharborincident.com. And there's lots of great websites on this stuff, like, and I... I find that most of the, the better information comes from the independents, right? Like comes from the, the folks that are hobbyists that kind of go through and they, they've gone through the, the newspaper reports and they've, you know, they've listened to the witnesses and they have, they have actual good information here. So this is not, uh, you know, not, not uh, CNN and Fox News trying to spin, spin the bullshit and tell us the propaganda like Tom DeLonge. There, you know, there's like actual people out there doing good work, you know, like we talk about this quite a bit. And without, uh, without these folks doing good work, where would we be? Where would we be? Real, real truth seekers. So here we go. Let's uh, let's read some of this and actually uh, see how this kind of uh, line goes in line with what uh, the History Channel is saying at this point. Two more clips to play from the History Channel, but let's see what this guy has to say. Actually, no, let's just play those clips and then we'll go back into this this website and then kind of compare notes. Uh, I got tons of stuff here on Shag Harbor and uh, some of the weird stuff that happened, including, including. Possibly a second UFO or USO, as Sherry said there, an unidentified submerged object. So that's definitely a thing. And uh, uh, so not only with the Tic Tacs, right? Everybody remembers the Tic Tacs uh, that uh, Tom DeLonge's uh, little little uh, uh, merry men band, band of merry men that they're always uh, flouting as uh, you know proof of extraterrestrial life. The three Tic Tacs that they were supposedly underwater as well, right? So they can't kind of came out came out of the water, uh, flew around, and then went under the water again, something like that. So so here we go. The, some, something similar happened in Shag Harbor in 1967. So here we go. Part four, let's uh, finish up this history part, and then we'll go back to some of these other websites and see what they have to say about it and see how it actually uh, matches or doesn't match this initial account here. So uh, part four action. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. 
That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Help Jews in Poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 26 years later, the case was re-examined and unofficial information began to emerge. The men from the original Navy diving team were the first to talk, and what a story they had to tell. These men are claiming uh, that there was a second operation, and their story has been corroborated by other Armed Forces personnel that this UFO did not stay in the Shag Harbor area, but got away under the water and went up the coast and came to rest near Government Point. Now at Government Point, you have a secret base. In those days, it was an American base on Canadian soil. Uh, to have uh, an unidentified craft of any type sitting very near this facility and on some of their detection equipment would be a matter of extreme concern. The Shelbourne military base at Government Point is now closed. But at the time of the sightings, it was a first line of defense against Soviet threats. Here, American forces monitored for submarine activity using a sensitive underwater grid. According to the unofficial story, an object triggered the detection device and a flotilla of Navy vessels responded. From our best information, six to seven ships um, camped over the object for about a week keeping an eye on it. Divers went down on it. Um, one diver in particular makes no bones about it that uh, this thing was a, you know, was a, uh, an unidentified flying object and there were things on it. There were things on it. Things on it. What does that mean? There were things on it. <laughs> Not like an airplane? Unidentified flying object? Like a Tic Tac doesn't have any things on it. It has some weird feet, they said. That's it. No propulsion. No wings. No cockpit. No passengers, just some things on it. All right, let's go to part five here, and then we'll uh, we'll look at some of these articles and read some of this, and then we'll get a different uh, uh, near the end here. We'll we'll do roll a different uh, account of this as told by. I, I hate to say that the History Channel is um, is full of. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say it. It's full of shit. But uh, you you uh, you kind of you kind of get the feeling that you know, like the more I watch the History Channel, the more I'm like, wait. What? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Anyway, uh, here we go. Here we go. Part five from the History Channel, Shag Harbor, and they're uh, they're bringing up some co- some compelling data here and some compelling eyewitness accounts and some other things. But let's see, let's see how they finish here. And as the men put it, there was still activity in these crafts, and they're absolutely certain that uh, it was nothing from this earth; that it was a UFO. So uh, this does go beyond the official record by quite a stretch. According to researchers, other eyewitnesses have come forward, making this story difficult to dismiss. So what evidence do we have of this happening? 
We have uh, three to four people to tell us the story that this did happen. We've got the integrity of the witnesses, but that's, you know, we witnesses are, uh, we don't have, we don't have the smoking gun, that's for sure, but I think we got, uh, we probably have the gun, but we just don't have the bullets. The unofficial story may never have confirmation, but it most certainly is complete. There is a beginning, a middle, and according to investigators, a surprising end. One of the things I enjoy most about the story is its end, because I suppose you could say ufologically speaking, it has a happy ending, unlike most of these stories. After these ships sat over this object for a week, uh, the UFOs start moving again while still submerged under the water and move down the coast of Nova Scotia and out into the Gulf of Maine. Once in the Gulf of Maine, they surface and fly away. This was a genuine UFO event. And what does that mean? Yes, it was an unidentified flying object, but beyond that, it means that it's nothing conventional. There are certainly aspects of this that you cannot explain or explain away. All right, you check that out. They actually, so after they, they, they hung out in the harbor a little bit, more than one, there were two now. They kind of floated out into the ocean, right? Kind of like a, like like a, like James was saying there, and like Sherry was saying, USOs, unidentified submerged objects, right? And James, again, says the oceans are so vast, we have no idea what could be going on out there. And so they do. They come out of the harbor, and they drift out into the great blue yonder, <laughs> into the ocean, right? Gone. So uh, this is this is a little bit weird because we so we got a number of things going on. So we have something and uh, crashing, right? People people believe it's a plane crash. Number one. Now number two, there's no there's no evidence of a plane crash. There's lights underwater, which are joined by a second light, which appears to possibly be some sort of rescue mission or rescue operation by another extraterrestrial craft. A little bit weird stuff going on here, right? And. Uh, this is some of the stuff that came out as a, as the, again the unofficial story as as of course the years passed because from the government you don't ever get the official story right we know this we all know this matter of fact let's hear from Fox Mulder on the case because well he's on every case. Then what can I say? How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? That will be all, Mr. Mulder. <sighs> you can deny all the things I've seen all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. You like my collection of, uh, of uh, sound clips that I keep because they just seem to be relevant time and again. So here we go. From shagharborincident.com. Let's just read some of this, right? The first indication of this mysterious occurrence would come from local residents who noticed strange orange lights in the sky on the night of October 4th, 1967. Most witnesses agreed that there were four orange lights that evening. Five teenagers watched these lights. Oh, that that's it. It was teenagers. Forget it. Never mind. It never happened. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Teenagers out there, we love you. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's, like, uh, it's like all the colleges with their COVID, right? Anyway, most <laughs> uh, five teenagers watched those lights flash in sequence and then suddenly dive in a 45-degree angle toward the water's surface. The witnesses were surprised that the lights did not dive into the water but seemed to float on the water approximately one-half mile from the shore. 
Witnesses at first thought they were watching a tragic airplane crash and quickly reported as much to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, like we said earlier, which is located at Barrington Passage. Coincidentally, the RCMP constable, Ron Pound, felt that he was seeing four lights. Uh, sorry, uh, Ron Pound had already witnessed the strange lights himself as he drove down Highway 3 en route to Shag Harbor. Pound felt that he was seeing four lights all attached one to one flying craft. He estimated the craft to be about 60 feet long. Now, again, so now we have uh, a trained observer, right, which is a police officer, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And so he witnessed these lights as he was driving down Highway 3, again, which you don't get from some of this uh, uh, History Channel narrative type stuff, right? But And then, so he says he, he felt he was seeing four lights all attached to one flying craft. He estimated the craft to be about 60, 60 feet long, okay? All right, this continues. Uh, so the response, the constable pound made his way to the shore to get a closer look at the phenomenal at the phenomenal site. He was accompanied by police corporal Victor Werbicki, constable Ron O'Brien and other local residents. Pound clearly saw a yellow light slowly moving on the water, leaving a yellowish foam in its wake. All eyes were glued on the light as it slowly either moved too distant to be seen or dipped into the icy waters. Coast Guard Cutter Number 101 and other local boats rushed to the spot of the sighting, but by the time they arrived, the light itself was gone. However, the crewmen could still see the yellow foam, indicating that something had possibly submerged. Nothing else could be found that night, and the search was called off at 3 a.m. The uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police ran a traffic check with the Rescue Coordination Center in Halifax and Canadian Forces Station, Barrington, and at Bocaro, Bocaro, Nova Scotia, a NORAD radar facility. They were told that they were there were no missing aircraft reported that evening, either civilian or military. Okay, so so we got no missing aircraft. We got uh, the only the only ones that saw it up close were those fishermen that actually approached it before the Coast Guard and everybody else got there, and uh, they saw these lights underwater. The, the the initial fishermen saw lights underwater and this yellow foam, and uh, the lights were kind of uh, creeping away. And slowly faded out as the Coast Guard and everybody else arrived. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see. What's up, Eli? Thanks for showing up. The truth is out there. Uh, Johnson says, Mike, can you ask Frank, Frank Stain to wake up? I think he's falling asleep. Frank, wake up. Wake up, buddy. Wake up, buddy. All right. Let's see. Uh, what do we got here? Um, let's see. Everything in good. Good. Chat's in line. Everything's good. All right. If you guys if you guys have comments on this, or I know many of you live in Canada that listen to this show. Does, does anybody live out that way? Have maybe relatives that saw this or uh, stories that have been passed down? Yeah. My, my mother's uncle's cousin's second removed uh, boyfriend was there. <laughs> right. Any, anything like that, that'd be fantastic. And again, that's why we do it like this. We do it... Uh, so that you can call and you can be part of this. Uh, what do you think? Do you think this was a UFO? Do you think this is some sort of, um, again, it's it's always the same questions, right? Is it is it something anomalous? Probably, definitely compelling evidence to suggest that. But does that mean aliens? Does that mean UFOs? Does that mean USOs, right? Does that mean any of this type of thing? Or is it is is the possible difference here that maybe it was some sort of military thing, like military experiment and they had some thing going and they're like, shit, it hit, it hit the water, and then they said, turn the lights off, turn the lights off, sink it at the bottom. You know, we'll, we'll take it out to sea and ditch it, right? There's there's that possibility as well, right? So, of course, if that were the case, it would explain a cover-up where they'd be like, well, no, well, nothing happened, nothing to see, blah, blah, whatever. We'll just leave it as is and pretend we don't know anything about it, right? So, uh, anyway, if you guys have comments on this, if you've heard of this, Shag Harbor, this uh, Canadian UFO incident, they've turned into an unidentified submerged object. Object actually met with the second 
glowing orb under the water somehow, some way. That was uh, seemed to be some sort of uh, some have speculated an extraterrestrial rescue mission to go maybe help repair. Uh, this is from Giorgio Tsoukalos, of course, from the History Channel, Ancient Aliens. But uh, like in you know, because he says it, that means many other people have said it clearly. Because ancient alien, wait, ain't wait, how do they say? Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. There we go. <laughs> they say yes. So yeah. So according to ancient astronaut theorists, that uh, a UFO crashed. They were in distress. Uh, and another UFO came to help them and help them either repair or pull them out of there so that they could repair and uh, do their thing. So anyway, there's the uh, there's the uh, the 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 local and uh, the Giorgio Sukalos takes. Here we go. So uh, let's continue here. So soon the story the, the the story died down, of course, until 1993. As the original story faded from papers and, and newscasts, several theories were put forward. One explanation was that a Russian spacecraft had crashed which would explain the presence of a Russian submarine in the area. Now, this was also the rumor uh, of an American involvement in the follow-up investigation, but there was no official statement from the United States. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Trying to get an official statement that's not, you know, <laughs> lie, cheating, and stealing. Lies, lies, all lies. Okay, so the Shag Harbor incident would have new life breathed into it through the efforts of MUFON investigator Chris Stiles. Back to MUFON, right? It's weird how we always have the same cats showing up to these to these interesting things. This is, uh, again, later, past 1993, kind of uh, breathing new life into the story. The case intrigued this individual, Chris Stiles, so much that he decided to search for more details. Stiles found the names of many of the original witnesses through newspaper clippings and was able to interview many of them. Now, that's useful, right? That's helpful, as long as the uh, the information is transparent when it comes out and you, you don't edit it for context and, you know, take out things that don't fit your narrative and these types of things. Uh, but it continues. Styles was assisted by MUFON investigator Doug Ledger. These two men would uncover some extremely compelling evidence through their interviews. They discovered that when the divers of HMCS Granby finished their work, the case was not over after all. The divers, along with other witnesses, related these events. The object that entered the waters of Shag Harbor had soon left the area, traveling underwater for about 25 miles to a place called Government Point at the mouth of Shelbourne Harbor, which was near a top-secret NATO submarine detection base. The object was detected by hydrophones. Uh, is that right? Hydrophones? And naval vessels were positioned over it. After a couple of days of military observation by Navy divers and sensors, the military made plans for a recovery operation. That's when a second USO, unidentified submerged object, joined the first off the record, military witnesses indicate that the second craft had arrived to render aid to the original USO. And that's exactly the Giorgio Sukalos take, right? So now we have divers, supposed government divers. So, okay, so the thing lands, takes off 25 miles out to a place called Government Point. Then the, they, they detected it with this top-secret NATO submarine detection base. Then the military came out to do a, uh, what do they call it, a uh, recovery operation. That's when a second unidentified submerged object showed up and off the record military witnesses indicate that the second craft had arrived to render aid to the original USO. USO. Yeah. Crazy, right? So again, yeah, there's the there's the Giorgio Sukalos take and saying that somebody actually showed up to uh to uh, to help it. So it crashed, it kind of took out, out took off outside the harbor and days later, what'd they say? Let's see, it was days, several days, right? Let's see, uh, let's uh, position it over. After a couple of days of military observation, two days, a couple of days, 
the military made plans for the recovery operation, and that's when the second one showed up. Like, what the hell's going on there, right? That's, that, that's yeah, that's definitely. Um, and let's see. Uh, Sherry, what's up? Says, sounds like they took it very seriously. Agreed, right? You got military on this thing. You got uh, you got uh, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, all this stuff. Melvin, what's up? Says, sometimes I think the military is behind a lot of stuff we see in this world. Yeah, it could be, right? I think that's part of the problem here. Larry says, what's up, Larry? Says, things on it would describe life forms. I think maybe, right? What's up, Todd? OG Todd. I hope, hopefully you got something good to say tonight. Uh, hopefully you brought your A game, your good attitude, man. Do we got good Todd tonight? All right, here we go. So uh, so there we go. The second one showed up to render aid to the original USO. Okay. So at this time, the Navy decided to wait and watch. After a week of monitoring the two USOs. Oh, after a week. Okay. A week. All right. The second one shows up to help the first one. At this time, the Navy decides to wait and watch. After about a week of monitoring the two USOs, the flotilla of Navy vessels were promptly deployed to investigate a Russian submarine, which had entered Canadian waters nearby. At this point, the two underwater craft made their move. They made their way to the Gulf of Maine, and putting distance between themselves and the chasing Navy ships, they broke the surface and shot away into the skies. There you go. There's the whole story. These extraordinary events were corroborated by many witnesses, both civilian and military. Unfortunately, the reports were given off the record. Ex-military personnel featured the loss of their pensions, uh, or feared, sorry, feared the loss of their pensions, and civilian witnesses feared ridicule and their and their privacy being invaded. The the unusual events of Shag Harbor Command, an important place in the study of UFOs and USOs. There's little doubt that something unknown crashed or landed in the waters of Shag Harbor on October fourth, nineteen sixty-seven. And there you go. There's the full story, right? And so it's hard to get the full, like the actual full story, except uh, by by bloggers like this, like people that run their own websites, that do their own research, that watch all the videos and put the stuff together, because you just can't get it right. Tell, telling like a story takes so long to get all the details in there that that's why no stories really get told, right? It's all it's all uh, propaganda and spin and this and that. Leave out half the details and just leave the ones in that you want, type of shit. Like that. That's how the news media gets its way, right? That's how they do their thing. So anybody actually kind of digging into this type of stuff, of course, is going to get ridiculed, but that's the only way to get the story from independent people that care about the details enough to actually comb through them, you know? Folks like UFO Joe here in Vegas, you know? Go check out ufojoe.net. Like, the guy painstakingly describes, or uh, transcribes, sorry, transcribes conversations that happen in interviews and these types of things because, like we said in the past, many of these interviews, they tend to disappear, right? They tend to just go away, like you, you, you go to YouTube to find it and it's been taken down, right? For whatever reason, who the hell knows? But so, so those type of things, those type of people putting that, putting that type of effort into it is, uh, is very good. Is very good. So, uh, so yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, ba, ba, ba. okay, everybody's uh, okay. Frank Frankenstein's awake. All right, uh, Stas is not staying. Uh, going back to gaming. Just hopped in for a smoke. What's up, buddy? All right, all right. That's that's a good attitude. That's the good taught attitude. Not showing up to tell tell everybody they're wrong. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks for showing up. Okay. So so again, what do you guys think? So given all of the information we've got from the Canadians and from uh, this blogger here and from Sukalos, ancient ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Uh, do you, do you think that's again? What are the possibilities here? The Russian the Russian submarine shows up later in the week, right? So two days later, they're still watching this thing underwater. A second glowing orb shows up. Then on top of that, a Russian submarine comes sneaking around trying to see what the hell's going on, and then uh, they watch it for a week, and then this thing takes takes off. Both of them take off and they escape, break through the water, and they fly off. Crazy stuff, right? 
this is pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy. Okay, so uh, we got we got a few more clips here to play regarding this. But what again? What do you guys think? If anybody has takes on this, I'd love to hear it. 702-957-1037. Uh, give us a call. Jump on the Discord. We'll put you on the show, and you can tell me what you think about Shag Harbor. Do you believe this? Do you believe this is a bunch of garbage, a bunch of hogwash, a bunch of propaganda, or uh, something else entirely, entirely different? And yeah, you know what I think. I don't know what to think because uh, the information is all over the damn place. That's part of the problem. Okay, so uh, here we go. So we got some more information here. This is from the Medium, um, which again, you know, always not the, not the best sources, but they're sources. They're sources nonetheless. Let's slap this in here. We can take a look at this. There we go. So uh, 53 years ago, yada, yada, Shag Harbor, blah, blah. Uh, there's something good in here. So here's Ledger and Styles. Here's the two, here's the two folks from MUFON, and this is the... Uh, as reported by Medium, what they were, uh, how they kind of came back, uh, recircled around uh, in you know past 1993 uh, as part of MUFON, interviewed some of the old witnesses. These these are the two individuals, and so you know that this is good. This is good stuff. When they go back and they actually start to pull uh, pull old data out of uh, old uh, old uh, information, old incidents that people haven't actually um, uh, done uh, you know d- done a proper accounting of this is this is good this is a good investigative journalism it's not the same old garbage that we read all the time uh, okay so uh, let's see what else what else all right 225 let's see we got uh, what do we got what do we got shag harbor all right let me uh, let me pull through some of this stuff and uh, let's find out there's a phone number if you guys are looking for somebody to come in and tell me what you think if not I'm gonna just pour through some of this and uh, pick out something good here um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So, yeah, they they're they're trying to frame this in the 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 way they do with um what you call it? With um unidentified the the, the four observables or five observables or this other shit. So, I'm going to skip that article. Uh, they can fuck off. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is a this, the mysteriousuniverse.org, right? So, if anybody knows this this podcast, these guys are great. They uh, they talk about all kinds of weird stuff like this. And so this is uh, written by Micah Hanks, and it was put on their website in 2013. And so he's actually uh, talking about this uh, UFO incident, of course, which is uh, what we've been talking about, the same one, uh, the Shag Harbor incident. But he's saying that there was some sort of cover-up with a particular individual that was trying to, uh, to, uh, to, to spin the tail here, to try and take, take over the narrative and uh, make up some baloney about uh, some other stuff. So, again, I encourage you to read all of this stuff because uh, – why not? Why not? It's out there and uh, read it before it disappears because this is the type of stuff that disappears from the Internet, right? Stays up there for a little bit. And then, uh, and oddly enough, uh, searching for the stuff for this um, particular uh, um, incident, uh, there, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube that's not really there. It's like it's kind of trimmed down to a few minutes or um, it's like two, you know, two or three hours. The things where you got to you got to pour through and, he, you know, here's some some nuggets, maybe maybe like this. But uh, but here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is from Mysterious Universe. Now, this this individual that they're they're kind of implying that there was a cover up for this, and not just that that maybe it could have been like a uh, military or something else that was going on. So this is a story of the retired Lieutenant Colonel Richard French, an alleged former debunker of UFO sightings throughout the American Project Blue Book years, has been causing quite a stir recently in the same vein. French, who testified at the recent Citizens Hearing on Disclosure in Washington, D.C., had long claimed knowledge of separate incidents that paralleled the Roswell UFO crash. In addition to having seen a UFO repair job being undertaken off the coast of Newfoundland sometime in the 50s, right? 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Okay, hold on. A UFO repair job, right? Newfoundland, <laughs> 50s, right? What's going on with that? Granted, there are also a number of facts that have emerged more recently that beg further question about French and his background. So there's still is there still merit to uh, to unveil the hidden past of the alleged UFO debunker? And so this guy is actually uh, closely closely associated with this Nova Scotia uh, crash in 67. So French testified about this incident while he was in Washington a few weeks ago. But there were aspects of his story, as is usually the case, that were being underreported by the media. For instance, it soon came to light that French had been mentioned by name in John Keel's book, The Mothman Prophecies, in addition to photos documenting his time in the Air Force, which were obtained by Antonio Hunes, Hunius, and, and the folks that opened minds. If anything, it seems clear that at least certain parts of French's story were true. And yet, despite the detective work into who he was, is or was, and whether his claims ring true, there's been a lot of criticism and heated debate over the idea that facts about his background, if they were indeed secret, could ever be obtained. So this is a guy from the Air Force, possibly, right? That's kind of sitting around. He's testifying at Washington. He's mentioning John Keel's book, The Mothman Prophecies. Again, right? He's kind of like one of these UFO lurkers that has official ties to possibly what? The CIA or some other clandestine services that are out there. The alphabet soup of, of the American law, right? CIA, the FBI, the NSA, whoever they are. And so he, he's doing it through, uh, through Canadian, or no, French, uh, through, through the French intelligence, I believe. So, uh, so commenting on the article was uh, originally featured at the, the Graylian Report. Many argued oh, that if French's background had been with secret Air Force operations, that it was essentially useless to try and find information about such past operations. This may seem logical to some, and for some, and for many to assume that French's work had been a secret of a secret nature would also mean that it would essentially be useless to look for evidence to support his UFO claims. Meaning he's a disinformation agent, right? Disinformation. See, I can't even speak tonight. Damn it, I'm all over the place. All right, let's see. Uh, Larry says, any follow-up on the Brazilian crash? Not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. I, uh, again, it kind of, they come and they go, right? They come and they go, and then people forget about them, and that's that. Uh, what's up, William says, a Brazilian crash never happened, according to Richard Dolan. And from some of the things that I've seen, I may be even inclined to agree with that. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, so this guy goes on, blah, blah, so we'll go, skip to the end. Uh, so without question, there is some official information that is kept from the public. Elements of the ongoing UFO narrative are probably missing. At least so far as what civilians can access today. But we have to start somewhere, and subjecting ourselves to willful ignorance with regard to the information we can access won't do us any good. Whether or not we can uncover the complete story at present, we must strive to put together the pieces we have, rather than overlook them based solely on presumptuous attitudes. And thus... 
Here, the evidence seems to suggest that at least some of French's claims about being a former Project Blue Book debunker may still actually be true, after all. But the rest, as they say, does still appear to remain a mystery. So, so again, this guy. So these people kind of come out of the woodwork and they show up and they're they're doing their debunking things. Who do they actually work for? Are these what the Men in Black are, or maybe like Eddie said with Mufon, where they just show up? maybe in military fatigues to throw you off to maybe they're not part of the military at all. Like who knows, right? And this is, this is part of what the hell the issue is when you're talking about all this stuff and dealing with official sources and uh, funded, like government funded things like uh, MUFON was, wait, were they? No, I think, I think they're Bigelow was funded and then funded them. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so you get the point, right? That it, you, who can you trust? Basically when it comes down to all this, who the hell can you trust? I think that's part of the problem. And uh, part of the reason we do this, because you really just don't know. Uh, but what do you guys think? Given given that uh, they say that there were two flying, or so, four, three or four flying lights landed in the water, and then they had two of them, a second one two days later come meet them outside the harbor as like a, was that a UFO repair job? Did one UFO show up to bring parts to the other one or help them <laughs> get, get their shit get their shit in gear so they could fly back to Alpha Centauri? Is that what we're doing here? Pretty crazy stuff. What's up, Lee? Says that uh, they seem to crash a lot of uh, crash a lot these bloody aliens. I agree, and that's part of it. What's up, Lee? That's a great point, and I think that's it, right? So I think given given that uh, all of this, we we talk about this before. We've talked about it a lot. So what what makes you think? Right, given that uh, aliens can fly wherever the hell they fly from, right? Whether it's dimensional, whether it's from Alpha Centauri, or wherever you think it might be, like the, they get here, they they make all that treacherous journey in open outer space, and then they get here and they crash. I mean, there's there's something wrong with that too. I agree with you. Like there's you know like it is a funny statement, but it's true. It's true. Okay, so let's see what else do we got. There's some other articles here. I'm gonna link some of these. Mysteries of Canada and uh, the Shake Harbor UFO incident. Pretty good, pretty good articles. If you guys want to look into this, there's, there's again, you know, you gotta, you gotta comb through all this stuff to get all the details. There's so, so much details talking about this, and uh, the, the different people that were involved, and you know, the witnesses that came forward, and the, the, the folks that are uh, actually not uh, the military people that are off the record, right? That say that they, you know, they witnessed this thing happen. And if you want the skeptics take, this guy's kind of a dick, but uh, you can, you can listen to uh skeptoid. This guy, this guy will tell you that it was just a, you know, just nothing to see here. This guy does the swamp gas type stuff. Um, let's see. Do we have, do we have part of this? Let's see. How long does this go? Your access. No, that's not, it doesn't go. This is not the thing. All right, I'd have to get it. So here's his here's his entire thing. This is this is Brian Dunning from the Skeptoid podcast, and basically he just shits on everything. And he goes, "Well, science doesn't say it's real, so that's definitely not real." And then he'll find three or four sources and say that it's not real. That say it's not real, and then he proves it's not real. And he says, "Beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's not real." And that's Brian Dunning for you. He he was actually on uh, Joe Rogan a long ass time ago, <laughs> and that was a really funny one. But uh, yeah, because you know uh, Joe Rogan kind of put him in his place. It was pretty funny. But but. Uh, it, he, he, you know, he does his thing, right? Proponents here. Let's read some of it. Proponents of the alien spacecraft explanation. We're talking about Shag Harbor. Uh, have consistently claimed that the government ruled out flares as a possible explanation. If true, it would be interesting to see what led the government to this conclusion. It turns out that the source of this assertion is a memo from October 6, written by Colonel W. W. Turner. The illegible. So the coordination center conducted preliminary investigation and discounted the possibilities that the sighting was produced by an aircraft, flares, floats, and any other known objects. 
He says, okay, but this still doesn't let us know. Anyway, so he goes and takes the official story and says, look, the official story is true. It's not aliens. It's the official story. And that's really what this guy kind of does. And then he does it in some like, um, you know, like a, um, uh, I know it, I know all and you don't know shit. And, you know, his, his delivery is disgusting. So anyway, I don't, I'm not really a fan of the guy, but I'm pointing him out in case you want to uh, give yourself a good chuckle and see what the, uh, the uh, so, so I agree that if you believe all the things all the time, I think it's a problem because you probably shouldn't. But I think if you're, you're in the same camp of I disbelieve all the things all the time, I think you're also <laughs> Brian Dunning <laughs> of Skeptoid Podcast. Let's see. Johnson, what's up? Says Dr. Stephen Greer said it was radio frequencies. What's that? The, uh, the Shag Harbor thing or something else entirely? I'm not sure what you're talking about there. Okay, so, so we got some, uh, again, here's, a, here's that, uh, that thing I was talking about. It's kind of like Shag Harbor. There's like a little UFO center. It's got a little sign on the side of the, <laughs> the, side, the, side of the building. I think they can try a little harder than that. But let's see if we can get a better, better picture of that. Let's see. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's zoom in. Here we go. We're going to zoom in because this is pretty cool. All right, so th- this is the, uh, in, in Nova Scotia, presumably, here's the UFO center. See the sign over here on the right side? Oh, yeah, let's move. Full screen. There we go. So the the sign over here on the right side. There's your UFO center, <laughs> Nova Scotia. So I mean, this is uh, it's it's cute, right? It's a, it's a cute little yellow house with some Canadian flags on there and some uh, you know UFO center on, on the side. <laughs> What's up, Millie? Says yeah, just mass hallucinations. Just uh, just as it said about the Mandela effect. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, those uh, those drones in Colorado, right? That everybody saw across the state. But then they, they started saying, well, no, it was just mass hallucinations and media hype. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I, th- I think uh, it's not so easy as that to, to explain things away. You know, I think maybe some people are satisfied with those those explanations. I'm not. But, you know, but again, like not I'm not saying everything's aliens. I'm not saying everything's not. I'm saying we should be very careful about what we believe in, in, the, in the interim trying to figure it out. OK, so here we go. Let's see. Uh, this is from. The CBC.ca, which I believe is a Canadian public broadcasting, right? <laughs> they probably ate over there. Uh, but here we go. There we go. All right. So uh, as we finish this up, let's see. What do we got time-wise? Yeah, yeah. We got a few minutes left. So I want to hear your takes on this. If we don't have takes on this, we're going to finish this early because there's not a lot. Actually, no, we'll pro- we probably got enough to go to uh, to probably the three-hour mark. So here we go. So given that, uh, Giorgio Tsoukalos and ancient, ancient astronaut theorists say yes, that uh, some sort of alien craft crashed in Shag Harbor in 1967. And then, as a result of this, uh, it, uh, it kind of uh, was underwater, moving, uh, witnessed by not just uh, civilians, but by military. And then it exited the harbor, uh, sat for a couple days as it waited for another light to appear, underwater with it. So now there's two lights, presumably the alien repair job, right, where one shows up to help the other that's in distress, it crashed, etc., and so on. And then they fly, like the, the Russian submarine shows up, and these things just take off. They boogie, they take off at sea, and then they just burst out of the water and disappear into the night sky. So there's the, uh, there's the take on this. There's the, the, the what would you call it? The, uh, the tinfoil hat take, let's say. That's probably the best way to put it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, U, UFO crashing in general. Uh, let's see. Uh, Johnson says, by the way, Mike, if you... If you listen to the state of national security about four hours long by Greer, he mentions that's how the army took one down. Uh, oh, by radio frequencies? That's how they bring him down? Okay, so they, they fly here and we bring them down. That's what he's saying? All right. Okay. I could listen to Stephen Greer, um, I think. Okay, so this is a, this is a Shagar, 
sorry, shagharborufo.com. Holy crap. When there's no spaces, my brain sprugs out. Okay, here we go. So this is this is the uh, uh, where I got those those fantastic uh, newspaper clippings from um, from the Chronicle here, the Chronicle Herald, and the uh, the the sign on the the site of the 1967 UFO incident. So if anybody's out in that out in that neck of the woods, if you can get us some uh, some awesome pictures, that would be sweet. Here's where the actual map is uh, and where uh, where you can visit this Shag Harbor incident. Let's see. We got Digby. That's a pretty cool name. We got Tiverton. We got Church Point. Yeah, the Yarmouth. You know, all kinds of Shelburne. Canadian names. Canadian names. Shag Harbor down here on the bottom left by Woods Harbor and Cape Sable Island. So uh, pretty good stuff, right? I think this is pretty neat. If I lived in that area, I would certainly go check it out and find out what the hell's going on down there. Um, at least, you know, 50 years later. So, uh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Let's, uh, so so we played the... Uh, we played the what you call it the um, the the history channel version of this in the beginning. So I got three more clips. Let's play those real fast as we wind this up, and uh, and listen to what another another show that's not the history channel has to say about this Shag Harbor incident. So uh, quick, uh, just three three quick clips, and then uh, still taking phone calls. If you guys have a, a interest in this, or you want to tell me if you think this is real or aliens or something in between, uh, you tell me based on the information you've heard, based on what you've gathered tonight, or maybe you know more that I don't. I think that's a again why we do this live because I want to know like if if you know a particular detail from a guy that said this or did that, but you know whatever. Those are the types of details that are important to these types of cases. So let's uh well if you if you hear it, please let me know. If you know it, let me know. Seven zero two nine five seven. 1037 click the discord link and uh yeah there we go let's go uh, shag harbor part one and uh, this is again a different story not the history channel somebody else telling this and action 172 miles away from the nearest international airport and 178 miles away from any air force testing range Shag Harbor, Nova Scotia is an unlikely location for sightings of unidentified spacecraft. But UFO investigator Chris Stiles has come to this tiny outpost on the eastern edge of North America because of stories his grandfather told him about one strange October night in 1967. Stiles has uncovered an extraordinary paper trail of evidence, confirming that something anomalous, something very unconventional, crashed into the Atlantic off the coast of Shag Harbor, just as his grandfather had always described. He told me about a 60-foot disc with four bright white lights that had hovered for a time in the air, tilted at a 45-degree angle, and slid down and hit the water surface with a loud noise. Nearly 30 years after the crash, Stiles has discovered that there were many other eyewitnesses who still remember the crash like it was yesterday. We thought it was a plane crash the way it turned out was we don't know what it was. Lori Wickens is a local fisherman, born and raised around Shag Harbor. He was driving at night with several friends when he spotted the strange craft. We just come over that hill and we was driving towards Woods Harbor and we see lights. We thought it was an airplane that was coming on and going off. Four in sequence, one would come on, and two, and three, and four, then they'd all be out for a few seconds, then it'd start over. Wickens and his friends saw the object crash into the harbor. They called the RCMP, who responded to the impact site. At that time, there was a single light, uh, maybe a half mile offshore, uh, quite visible, but it was really dark. I was uh, left on shore to keep an eye on the light and to watch where if anything happened to it and, and briefly interview the witnesses as I was doing it. Within five minutes, seven minutes, the light extinguished. There you go. An eyewitness. He was actually there. He was presumably one of the teenagers, right, that I was making fun of, you know, uh, 
which, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, so he, he actually said he saw the lights. He was there. He was there, you know, listen to how polite that he sounded, right? Like, uh, again, William on Facebook says, aliens be like, the earthlings in this region are polite, eh? There you go. There's a Canadian jab. If you ain't heard one yet, well, uh, Colin, uh, that's that's pretty funny when the insult uh, to to your your country is, wow, those people are awfully polite. <laughs> that's your insult, <laughs> the Canadian insult. Okay, uh, well, a couple more we're gonna play uh, again. Shag Harbor. So this individual was a witness. He saw it. He was there waiting to to interview witnesses or whoever else, right? Uh, victims maybe from the plane crash or whatever it was. And so that was part one. Here's part two. And uh, Canadians. Polite Canadians in action, part two action. The RCMP alerted the Coast Guard, and until they arrived, local fishermen scoured Shag Harbor looking for survivors of what was thought to be a light plane crash. Captain Lawrence Smith was among the first to reach the impact site. All I saw was some heavy yellow foam floating on the water. It was thick like shaving cream, but it was about three inches thick on top of the water. There was no smell. And I thought then, well, you know, if a plane crashed and it skipped across the water for a wave, that it wouldn't make a foam. But then I couldn't figure out why it would be yellow. Early search and rescue efforts were conducted in full view of the public. Films were made. Newspapers carried the story as front page news. Then, without warning, there was no more public disclosure. Chris Stiles believes this is because of what may have been found there. I believe that this was a device, possibly a craft, possibly a probe, from another intelligent uh, civilization, not of this earth. Stiles has reached this conclusion after examining hundreds of documents obtained through the Canadian version of the U.S. Freedom of Information Act. Among the documents he has uncovered is this Canadian Armed Forces memo stating that the Rescue Coordination Center conducted preliminary investigation and discounted the possibilities that the sighting was produced by an aircraft, flare, or any other known objects. There were a number of related sightings that night. In those hours before, an Air Canada flight uh, saw UFO activity on the horizon. Uh, they were greatly disturbed. There was a, apparently a large explosions occurring. And as the phenomena uh, approached the aircraft, there was a lot of communication with the towers. And eventually it was decided to uh, vacate the airspace and seek alternate routes. Okay, so the, he, he has knowledge of air traffic control that night. And he says that uh, uh, different, uh, different air, air, aircraft were told to vacate the area, right, for their safety. Because they weren't exactly sure what was going on there. And that other individual there said that he, he, without a doubt, he believes 100% that craft was some sort of uh, alien probe, some sort of alien uh, scout ship, some sort of something from another world. He doesn't believe it was anything terrestrial whatsoever, nothing military. And there we go. There we go. What's up, uh, Tamron from South Africa? Thanks for showing up. We got Millie. Millie says the narrator on the show sounds like he was from 1967. Was the show made back then too? I don't think so. I think this is probably like... Uh, before the History Channel kind of modernized all the, uh, you know, the, the ancient astronaut theorists say yes, you know, kind of uh, turned it into produ- a little little bit better productions, you know. Uh, there was that that time, that weird time between the 80s and like 2000 where things were kind of sounding like the 60s, you know what I'm saying? Stylistic. What's up, Patrick says, yeah, because mass hallucinations happen all the time. 
Well, exactly. That's again. That's my point, right? So some of some of the generic um, uh, uh, explanations for this stuff just don't cut it, especially given you know all the eyewitness accounts. Again, right? This is what you call compelling evidence. You have actual people that were on scene. They saw particular things. You have fishermen that actually were out there uh, before the Coast Guard arrived because they were already right there on Shag Harbor, able to hop in the boat or already in the boat, and they were out there looking at this light down underneath the water. Uh, with their own eyeballs, you know, from very close to it, they were trying to catch it. So uh, there's a, you know, there's there's something to this. There's definitely something to this that there's a, there's some compelling evidence here. Again, is it aliens that uh, one crash landed, the other one came and helped it, and uh, the Russian sub shows? Does the Russian Russian submarine showing up have anything to do with this? Is it you think maybe they caught some uh, intercepted some information and? and showed up to maybe take a look and see what was going on. You know what I mean? So who really knows what's going on with all of that? That's that's entirely impossible to tell. What's up, Michael? Says, uh, this is Canada's Roswell. I already said that, man. I said that hours ago. Yeah, it's totally Canada's Roswell. Shag Harbor. And so that's the thing, right? So so what do you believe, Michael, or anybody else out there? Do you believe that this is a, this was actually aliens, or do you think this was some sort of military thing? Or uh, clearly it wasn't a plane crash because we would have radar data. We would have missing people. We would have... We would have all kinds of different things, right? Different compelling evidence regarding those things, right? Regarding that hypothesis. Okay, so I think we can safely say it's probably not a plane crash, all right? Like most likely, almost emphatically, no, not a plane crash, all right? But then what does that mean? Does that mean that it's some sort of military project, right? Uh, Maybe, who knows? Like I think that's still where we're at because the military did seem to give it a bunch of information, a bunch of... uh, a bunch of um, uh, attention. They, they, they gave it a lot of attention and they spent a lot of time around it. Again, an entire full week before the thing apparently pulled out to sea is what they said. So again, right, this thing, this thing lands. It lands in the water. They think it's a plane crash. Uh, the fishermen show up. There's a, there's a glowing orb under the water. There's yellow foam about three inches thick, he said, like shaving cream, he said, uh, right there from the, from the guy, from the, from the eyewitness. We've got teenagers that were witnesses. We've got the Royal Canadian Mounted Police that saw it in his car on his way there. I mean, we, we got a lot of actual uh, different people that saw this thing. And then we have, uh, now this is where it gets a little sketchy, okay, because... 20 years later, something like this, whatever, whatever it happens to be. Now we get these unofficial reports start leaking. Okay. And so you get the, uh, the military saying this or saying that. And, uh, you know, that's when things are, you know, uh, off the record saying this or that. And I think that's when things get a little bit weird because then like, is this, it turns into aliens, right? It, it almost seems like, uh, many of these things are manufactured, uh, to, you know, to maybe whoop up some hysteria or whoop up some, uh, some, some clicks or some paywalls that can, you know, put stuff behind, I, you know, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really know. This is a little bit weird. What's up? Uh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> what's up? Hidden Gnostic. Hello from Canada. Hey, eh? uh, it says first time checking in live. Love the show. Thank you for covering these topics. Hey, thanks for, thanks for showing up. Thanks for being so polite. <laughs> hidden, hidden Gnostic. Hey, eh? uh, can Canadians love those Canadians. I tell you what, uh, let's see. Patrick says Canadian Navy watched them for the couple days. Yeah. Not only that. So it says they watched them for uh, two days and then a week. Like, so that we're, we're talking, it, it came out of the harbor. It sat there just outside the harbor. It was joined by a second light two days later underwater. And then for a week they sat there and they were actually about to go do something about it. The Russian sub shows up and then these things book. They take off and then they fly off into the sky. So definitely crazy stuff there. What's up, Michael says, yes, I'm a former Canadian Armed Forces Army. Uh, one uh, PPCLI. I don't know what that means. I'm a Yankee, bro. I don't 
I don't I don't do Canadian letters, but uh, I do know Canadians are polite. Eh? Uh, Patrick says also the basis for Iron Giant. Is it? I'm not sure. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Um, but OK, so 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 back to back to that. Back to Shag Harbor. We got one more clip I'm going to play here, part three of this. But again, what do you think? What do you guys think? Is this Was it aliens? Was it military? Was it something that uh, maybe it wasn't aliens, but it's something else we can't explain? Uh, well, let's see. Johnson there says that uh, he, he sees, he, Greer says that we're shooting down these aliens with frequencies, right? Radio frequencies. That's how we're, how we're knocking these aliens out of the sky. That uh, doesn't seem logical to me at all, because don't you think that they would know about radio frequencies and how to defend themselves against them being aliens at all you know being able to interstellar or interdimensional travel it doesn't doesn't seem doesn't seem like a, a thing to me uh sherry says both both uh so a military thing and uh and uh aliens maybe yeah uh definitely definitely crazy stuff who knows again I, I don't know i have no answers here if i had answers i again i just read you the answers and the show would be over so that's not what this is about it's uh it's about you it's about finding out what you think and one more time. As we finish this up, we're going to play one more clip and then finish it out. But uh, if you want to be a part of the show, you have, you have a take on this. You, you, what do you think? I want to hear what you think. 702-957-1037. Join the Discord. Troubleminds.org is the official website. You can join the Discord. It's free for the international types that don't like the, the 702 area code, which is uh, Las Vegas, by the way, if you're not familiar with that. And that's it. That's it. Uh, Sherry says, uh, more like magnetic problems. Uh, okay, so so they're, they come here and then they have magnetic issues and they crash. Is that what's going on? Uh, again, uh, there's there's something weird with all of this. Uh, Michael says, I've seen a lot of first and second encounters from being in the Army. Oh, well, there you go. You're the type of guy we need to talk to. Would you give us a call? Let us know, man. Let us know. Uh, uh, do uh, th- This is why we do it live. This is why we include you, because we want to know about this stuff. And without without uh, people coming forward like you, with like Eddie from Las Vegas, we had... Uh, we have um, uh, uh, Benjamin from Virginia for a long time. Like, there's there's lots of people that come forward and say that they've seen these things, and uh, you know, it, uh, Kelly Kelly's seen them. Kelly from Colorado. Like, we got a lot of people that have uh, they called into the show and been part of this and, and actually told us about some you know first or second secondhand encounters they've seen from from the army. So, yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about. Uh, Johnson says exactly. I don't believe it. Just funny. You don't you don't believe the uh, the entire. Shag Harbor thing, or you just you just like to say the word shag, you you dirty Brit, you dirty Brit. Okay, limeys, limeys, you dirty limeys. If I if I if I offended you with that, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. All right. Here we go. You can call me a Yankee or Yankee Doodle or whatever. <laughs> I don't care what you call me. All right. Let's see. Uh, Sherry says, "Call Michael. Let's hear you." There you go. There you go. There you go. They're like, "Call in, call in." There you go. You're being mobbed. You're being you're being summoned, Michael. Uh, with your uh, encounters from the uh, the army in Canada there. So I'm going to play this last clip. I put the phone numbers up. If you want to give it a call, that's a Las Vegas area code. If you want to join the Discord, that's free. You have an internet connection. You download the Discord client. You can find the invite on troubledminds.org on the very top of the website. Click the Discord link. It will give you an invite to the server, and we can put you on the show. But here we go. We're going to play part three as uh, the, the people on Facebook egg you on to call in. And let's hear the end of the Shag Harbor incident from a different perspective here. And um, they're saying definitively, at least one individual in there said that uh, definitively this is a thing. I, I've got this call coming in. Actually, let's take this phone call. <laughs> that was fast. That was fast. Uh, actually, this is somebody else. Let's take this, I think. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Johnson says, uh, we will get Richie on your show. Okay, on my birthday. All right, let me know. Let me know. We'll talk. We'll talk about that on the radio frequency. Hey, Johnson, you, you just tune in the right radio frequency. All right, we're we're gonna go this phone call. Uh, what's up, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? 
Hey, this is James. I'm calling from uh, Country's Grove, Minnesota. James from Minnesota. What's up, my man? What's on your mind tonight? Hey, um, I uh, sent in a video. Actually, my screen name is GameVet02. Yes. Um, I know you were talking about the uh, UFO phenomenon happening, and uh, last week I sent you a video to share with uh, everybody what I captured out in my front yard. Okay, and that is correct. And at the, so uh, I was uh, looking for you at the beginning of the show because I was saying that I can't find that video now. It's been deleted. Like, it's not. Oh, really? Yeah, the message you sent to me is gone. I saw it when you sent it initially. Really? And I, th- I thought you deleted it. I thought you retracted it when I looked the second time because I went back to give it a, oh. a closer look. It's, it's gone, like gone, gone. Sure. So I, before the show tonight, I combed through all the social media to see if I missed it somewhere. But as far as I'm aware, it's been deleted. So I don't know if that was something you did maybe on accident or if uh, there's some, you know, maybe nefarious hands at work here trying to delete that thing. I don't know. I don't know regarding that, but I do I know I don't have that video. I tried to pull it up because I knew you were going to call around this time, but uh, no dice, yeah. my man. No dice. I can um, I can share it again if you like. Yeah, please. Please send it over. Please send it over. I'll take a look at it, and then uh, we'll, if, if you you got a few minutes, uh, hopefully we can stay on and uh, pull this up and take a look at it right now. That would be great. All right. I'm going to send it right here. Fantastic. There you go. I just sent it through Messenger. Okay, Messenger on Facebook. All right, let's pull this up. Let's make sure yeah. that uh, we're not going to divulge any details here, personal details. Okay, let's see. Let's see. And you sent it to Michael Strange, correct? I think so. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let me see. All right, come on, Facebook. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, what the hell? All right, let's see. Let's see. Um, yeah, nothing, dude. Nothing. That's weird. Hold on. Let me, let so me you check got the it pages. Before? Yeah, I did see it before. I did see it. So I actually saw your, you sent me a message. It was like a nice little note about who you were and, you know, blah, blah, and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, sweet. This is something we can look at. Oh, uh, wait, is that right? Oh, there we go. There we go. I think it just went through. There we go. It just popped up. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Okay, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, let's let's watch this. Let's watch this. Cool. All right. Sweet, sweet. Okay. So it did come through this time. It has not deleted. Maybe I'm just an idiot. You can call me an idiot. It's fine. All right. So let's let's play this. Let's uh we got we got a video here from James from Minnesota. And uh you were you were the truck driver, correct? You say you're out there watching uh all yeah, kinds of stuff in the sky all the time, right? Right, right. Yeah, I actually, um, yeah, I drive uh, all night, five days a week, um, overnight, and I run a dash cam in my truck every night just to see if I capture anything. Um, also, when I get home, I'm, I have uh, cameras rolling outside the home, too. So uh, with this video, I was actually, I just got home from work, and something, I don't know what it was, that something told me to take out the phone and start recording, and I was just standing on my patio, and that's where I captured this object. So I uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on it and see what you thought about it. Okay, let's take a look. I'm playing it right now. This is from the, his, uh, his YouTube channel, GameVet, and uh, we'll play it with the audio here and uh, action. GameVet02.
Yeah, you'll first initially see the flash, and then it'll switch screens, and you'll see where we zoomed in on it to see what exactly it was. Okay, I saw that. All right, I'm going to rewind that so you guys can see when it flashes. So up there on the right side of the screen, uh, so it looks dark, but then something flashes over on the right side. He zooms on it, zooms in on it very well. But uh, I'm gonna, I can, uh, I can share this link to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Drop in a link in if you guys want to check it out full screen for yourselves. But uh, we're gonna look at this here right now and uh, keep on playing. Here we go. Uh, here's playing it again. Here's the flash that happens. It's gonna happen right, right about now. switch screens to a green screen where we zoomed in on it and can see what it actually looks like. What the hell is that? Is that like plasma exactly. moving around the sky? Whoa. Okay. You get, okay, so there's... You'll there, see it zoom by in the green screen and it actually, I think it looks like a triangle. Yeah, so it looked like a, like a, like a yellowish colored triangle but it's a green screen so it's hard to hard to really tell what color that would have been but kind of comes in and out of the thing right there okay there we go let's kill that i'm, I'm gonna just keep this looping as we talk about this and uh we'll, we'll keep watching this but yeah what the hell what is that that so that's that's definitely a triangle and uh yeah. that's that's what's going on in the sky there this seems like some sort of like plasma swirl in the sky as well that's that's not like a i think that's just the camera i think the other stuff is just the camera trying to focus in on the darkness and, you know, cameras have a problem with that. I see. Okay. So that, that nothing anomalous there. It's just a, just a camera artifact. No. Okay. Right. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's just the, um, the triangle deal that goes by, <clears throat> excuse me. It almost looks like, well, from what I can tell of the video after doing some research on it, it looks like it is coming from, the east moving west, and then it turns, and then it goes south. Now, the the main video I have, the the uh, real you know unedited video I have, it actually when it turns, it zips to the right, you know, going south. And I couldn't even turn my body fast enough to actually catch it on camera because it was moving that fast. Wow. And I don't know what kind of aircraft can actually turn that fast, you know, to do that maneuver. But, uh, yeah. I'm not, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not an aviation expert or anything, but, yeah. I, I, I don't see airplanes do that on the regular, if you ask me. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. But so, I know with my, you know, with my naked eye, um, when I originally saw it, I had the phone sitting on, on top of my grill. I was out on the patio. And I was just looking up in the sky, and then when I initially saw the flash, it was actually bright white, and it had this huge uh, blue hue around around the flash. And the flash is actually where you see it turn. Yeah, it, it actually picks it up perfectly. You can see the thing like uh, kind of pitch away from you. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Holy shit, that's some pretty good footage, whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, well, thank you. And, and you see them all the time, you say, right? You're, so you're out there on the road. You got the dash cam rolling. So you're 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 kind of seeing UFOs I, I, I really all the time. All sorts of different, yeah, all sorts of different stuff. I've uh, out here in Wisconsin, I've heard like the metal grinding sound with a high pitched. Uh, it sounded like a uh, you know circular saw, 
but it was louder than my semi driving 65 miles an hour down the highway with the window down, and it was louder than the traffic passing uh, the opposite way. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, I, I, I see a whole bunch of different stuff. So now I uh, I just bought a new camera. It's a night vision camera and stuff like that, and I'm going to be focusing on trying to record the skies more often because it's, it's certainly getting uh, – more populated out here i can just say it that way yeah right like the you're saying there's more aliens from alpha centauri showing up to say hi <laughs> something like that something, i don't know man it's, <laughs> it's, it's nuts man <laughs> i think they're interested in our election man <laughs> i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe right yeah this this is this is yeah, fantastic uh, footage all I can say about this. yeah uh, thank sorry you. thank you yeah i just go ahead you guys you know study it um, you know, leave a comment on my thing and let me know what you guys think. I mean, I have a bunch of other people trying to figure it out and we, we can't come up with anything. Yeah, it, it definitely has so, a triangular shape and it definitely appears to be turning like banking away from you and like comes and goes super fast, mm-hmm. like snap your fingers flash. Yeah, that's crazy. That is right. nut or butters. Nut or butters. Oh, okay, so what's your take what's your take <laughs> on aliens? So just uh, just just for general purposes, you know, none of us have all the answers. But if you had your best guess, what would you think? Do you think that aliens are here, and this is like uh, what we're seeing is maybe part of that phenomena, or do you think that a lot of the things instead are some sort of military stuff that they're just not telling us? I mean, I don't know. I could go both ways, really, because who's to say if the aliens are the ships. I mean, the ships could be the aliens and there might not be any, you know, little green men or gray men on the inside. Um, I don't know. Nobody has one that I know of that can prove they exist. But all I can say is, you know, I, I've seen these ships firsthand and they are out there. Um, you know, um, I don't know if you remember the uh, Bet's, uh, spheres, those uh, metallic, you know, they look like um, stainless steel ball or balls. Uh, there's one guy on YouTube, he has one. Um, me and a, another trucker, uh, my coworker, both him and I saw these things. There was uh, five on the side of a road, on the side of the highway, hovering where the cops sit, you know, in between the two highways. There's three on top, two on bottom. They're evenly spaced out. Um, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, no, exactly. You like know? this stuff is out yeah. there. And, uh, and again, part of the reason yeah. for the show is exactly for that reason. Because look, look, if we, if we didn't do this and did this like we do it, so you could call in and share this stuff, like this stuff kind of goes like people don't see it, you know. But if we all get together and we're right, sharing this yeah. stuff, we we have a platform and we're like, no, look. Like, I don't know what it is, but the shit is out there. Like, for sure, the shit is out there, yeah. right? I mean, it's oh, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. It is definitely happening. So so on your on your YouTube channel, do you have more? There's more here? Um, no, I don't. I mean, by the time I get my phone out or whatever, whatever I have to record, the stuff's gone. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. a few weeks ago, like a few weeks ago, for example, I had, uh, we had, major uh thunderstorms and tornadoes rolling through the area well we went downstairs you know to take cover whatever and 
we stayed down there for a while, and then the news was saying it was uh, it was going away. So we went upstairs to put my daughter to bed, and uh, my wife says, hey, why don't you go look outside, see where the clouds are, just to make sure the storm's gone. I said, hey, that's a good idea. I open up the curtain, and I'm looking up at the clouds, and it's, you know, sure enough, it's it's going away. But then something caught my eye, and I looked to my left, and here, about two blocks away, here's this huge craft that was a C-shaped craft. It was like uh, two stories tall, sitting there, like above, just above the trees. <clears throat> and it had, um, what was it, two, four, it had six um, kind of whitish, yellowish, basically like headlights in it inside the circle, you know, inside the sea circle there, we'd say. Um, and it was slowly moving towards uh, my location. And I said, honey, you got to come over here, look at this. And she says, what, the plane? <laughs> I said, no, come here, look at this. And meanwhile, while she's walking around the bed, I'm trying to grab my phone, put it on, you know, the uh, camcorder mode or whatever. Um, she opens up the curtain. She says, what is that? And all of a sudden, when I went to hit record, the thing, the lights shut off. And just like you shut off a light switch, it was gone. Like it just disappeared. Holy smokes. And this was, by that time, it was a, a block away from my house. We were on the second, you know, the second floor of the house. And this thing was maybe, I don't know, 50 feet taller than where we were maybe if that um and i mean it was close i could give you exactly like inside the circle where the sea would be there was actually vents like small vents in between you know spaced out individually where it looked like um you know the heat vents for uh that motorcycles have the, you know, the motorcycle motors, they have the uh, heat fins for the motor to disperse the heat or whatever. Yeah. This thing inside the, the C-circle, it had those same vents in it. And then the uh, lights were behind the vents, and it's just nuts. I mean, the thing was like charcoal gray in color, um, real dark, ominous-looking thing. It had some antennas on the top. It had, like, circular patterns that stuck out on the side some square patterns um it really if you look at uh what the millennium falcon looks like it looked like that only the front end was spread open more and the inside was actually had a round shape cut out in it but i don't know what the back looked like i just saw like the side and the front and um yeah it was it was very menacing i can say that have uh ha i just have couldn't you... believe that it just What's up? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Oh, I just, I, I just couldn't. I didn't know what to make of it after the light shut off and it just totally vanished. Like it's here and now it's not. It's like you know what people do how, how they <clears throat> make it look like they disappear on camera. How they shut the camera off and then they move and then you shut the camera or turn the camera back on. It was that same effect. Yeah, like, totally. You're here, boom, you're gone. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's crazy. That's like comic book I stuff. Mean, like that just doesn't happen in real life. Right. Yeah, that's right. nuts. Yeah, well, it does now. Yeah, it does it, now. It exactly. Does now. It does now. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Okay, so <laughs> I do don't even think any. Hmm? No, go ahead. Go ahead. You don't think what? Oh, I just—I was just gonna say I don't think the military has anything like that at all. 
you would know, think not. You would I think not. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, okay. How about if they've been reverse engineering UFOs like Bob Lazar said? <laughs> then they might, right? <laughs> then they might, yeah. Yeah. I, but I even back in the 60s, I don't think they had uh, invisible technology like that, though. Yeah, that's the Philadelphia experiment, right? Like they they were working on that that cloaking, the, yeah. the complete invisibility, and the rest of this. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like th- this is fantastic footage. If you get other, do you have other stuff from your webcam, or sorry, from your uh, your your dash cam? Do you have other other things you can show? Um, you share with us. You know, I, I work on it every I work on it every day, and honestly, most of the stuff I see the uh, this dash cam it says it's good for nighttime, and it's really not. Normally, I see more stuff than the camera picks up, so that's why I, I bought the new camera here with the night vision. So I'm going to come up with a mount, how to mount it in the semi as I'm driving, and then also do some recording on the weekends and stuff, see if I can capture more more stuff out there. Nice. I, I've actually got a, a, a commercial license as well. I spent some time driving, and the, the things you see out there are... Like, like, like when you're out there at night, right? Like there's literally like you and you're, you know, just trying to stay alive, keep, keep everything straight and you get a ton of time to just watch the sky. It's unbelievable. And some of the things you see, like that's, that's actually some time where I saw some really crazy shit in the sky and wish that I had a dash cam or some kind of quick camera, but you see how fast this happens. It comes and goes like zip, zip right in and out of the frame. If you didn't have the camera up and ready, there's no chance you ever would have caught this. I know, like two days before I got my dash cam, I was coming up over a hill, and there was this this small little storm cloud just kind of moving along on its own, just, you know, real slow. Um, All of a sudden, I go down the hill, and all of a sudden, it would look like a headlight turned on inside the cloud. It just turned on, and then it was kind of looking down and to the right. It was my left, and I'm like, what is that? You know, because it just turned on like pink it was on you know it didn't fade up it just turned on so then i went down the hill and i was staring at this thing i'm like what is that now and then when i came up this the second hill it was a little more steep so my headlights were actually kind of pointing in that direction towards the cloud there all of a sudden this light it turned right in my direction stopped and then it acted as if it jumped or got startled because it kind of shook and kind of went backwards and then with that it just went down made a u uh, u type turn kind of like down turned around the light shut off and then it just zoop, it was gone i'm like how how does that happen yeah that's you you, you got me <laughs> again i'm the questions guy <laughs> i'm not the answers guy man <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, I've seen videos online on YouTube where, you know, people see lights in the clouds or whatever. I get it. But this had a reaction to my headlights as it went up to the clouds. It it noticed I was there, you know, and it, it acted like uh, if you saw the movie Bumblebee, when the, you know, when the guy came in the door, Bumblebee shook and, uh, you know, got startled. That's exactly how it responded. Like, you couldn't believe I was right there. It's just crazy. I mean, anybody can't make this up. You, you, I don't know, man. It, there is something out there for sure. Yeah. Well, what it is, I think, is the eternal question. Well, we'll keep asking it for sure. 
So uh, you, you think it's somewhere in between? You think you think there's aliens? I don't want to put aliens uh, yeah. as, as uh, aliens as I, <laughs> in your mouth, but I I kind of want it to be, but then I don't at the same time. You know what I mean? It's like I'm sure there are, but right now I I can't confirm either way. I I don't know. I think I think more. I think about eighty percent of me thinks it's the ships that are the aliens, and I think the ships are actually alive. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that, that it seems you know? like, it seems like we got a, our handful with whatever the hell this might be. Um, a quick question for you while we got you on the phone here is: uh, Have you had any kind of uh, bizarro type of missing times? I was about that's a great question, Millie. I was about to ask him that too. Like, have you had any like situations? Because it seems like if you keep seeing these, many people that claim they do, kind of like Eddie from Las Vegas here, it's like once once you see it once, you tend to see them more. So it's almost as if they're showing themselves to you more or if maybe they're interested in you and that's why you see them. Have you had any weird, weird anythings other than just kind of seeing them casually like this? Um, well, I know my dad when he was in, he was, my dad is a Vietnam vet and he, he said he saw a craft. They, he was in Okinawa and they, he was in a helicopter and he said that uh, when they were flying over a hill, um, all of a sudden, there was a uh, saucer there with the windows on the sides, and um, I guess the pilot freaked out, and then they had to take a hard turn away from it, and they were told that they could never speak of that incident again. Ah, um, and that's old... all I that's all I heard about that. The military so code I, of I do believe it is some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They said if somebody. If somebody talks about it, they will get a bullet. Wow. That's that's what was said. And uh, so, yeah, he never mentioned anything to anybody, but he mentioned it to me. Um, he's, he's passed now. He, uh, yeah, he's gone. So, But he was able to tell me the story. Um, I have no affiliation with the military at all. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I've just, you know... Back in 93, it was uh, me and a buddy of mine, we had an experience, and um, ever since then, it's been getting, uh, I've been seeing more and more things out there. Uh, I had a really strange experience when uh, when I was first married, we were getting a divorce. Um, I had, it wasn't missing time, but I actually had a stranger come up to me out of the blue, just at some random gas station. He says, hey, I need to talk to you. And he called me by my first name. Um, and I said, about what? And this was a guy in a suit wearing a tie. And he had a briefcase. I said, uh, what do you need to talk to me about? He says, it's important. He says, uh, well, do, you, do you have time to talk now? I said, no. Um, he says, <laughs> well, when, when, can you, when can you talk? And I'm like, well, not now. I said, I got to go. I, I got to go to work. Um, and I said, tell you what, I'm going to be at, uh, I'm going to, I just, uh, all they said is I'm going to be at the bar on Friday. I'll be there at nine o'clock. Meet me there at that time. I didn't tell him what bar. I didn't tell him any address. Um, I got there at eight 40. I sat down in a booth and right at nine o'clock, that guy came in the door. He sat at my table. Um, we're in the same suit, briefcase, everything. 
um, he starts talking to me. He says, uh, you know, I know things are tough right now, but it'll get better. And I'm like, what do you know? How do you know things are going to get better? He says, look, you know, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life. I was a race car driver. I was, you know, I, I used to fly planes. This guy, he was going through like a laundry list of everything that I wanted to do in life that I wasn't able to do. He was saying it to me for some reason. I don't know why. And I said, so what does this have any significance in what you have to tell me now? And I was, I mean, I was uh, down and out. I mean, I had a real rough uh, divorce and all that stuff. And I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't want to really go on anymore because it's just, I'm like, why it's pointless. Uh, so then he's like, well, and then the weird thing is, is every time I was trying to question him, he'd open up his briefcase and start going through the papers. Um, and he wouldn't answer anything about himself. It was all about me. And then Finally, I said, "So, what do you what do you want, guy?" I said, "You know, what did you, what do you need to tell me here? I gotta I gotta go." And he says, "Well, I'll tell you this right now." He says, "Um, you're gonna things are gonna get better. You're going to get remarried, and you're gonna have a kid." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me right now? I've uh, I just got through this divorce. That's the last thing on my mind right now. And, you know, whatever." Um, and then. Uh, I'm like, God, I can't believe this guy. And then the waitress comes by, right? The waitress comes by at the end of the table. We're at the booth. And then she says, uh, would you like a refill? And I grabbed the bottle. I said, I turned to my side. I turned to my right. And I looked straight in her eyes. I said, yes, please, could I get a refill? And then I leaned into her and I said, do you see this guy right here? And then she goes, he left. I said, what do you mean he left? And I turned to my left. And the guy was gone. He was just absolutely gone. What the hell? Like he wasn't even there. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, seriously. Well, okay, so. So I don't know. So did you I end up getting remarried and have a kid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple okay. years later, I okay. ended up getting married and then we had a kid. Okay. So yeah, that's the moral of the story. WTF. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, that's a weird uh, one. That's you know, a weird one. Nobody can make, I swear to God, nobody can make this up. And that that's a true, honest story. That's straight it, out of the Twilight Zone, Every man. time I talk about it, every time I talk about it, it makes me shake. I swear to God, because I have no idea. I mean, I was out in the middle of nowhere at some ho-dunk gas station, and all of a sudden this guy walks up to me and he says, hey, and then he calls my name out, I need to talk to you. I'm like, who the hell knows me here? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, who yeah. knows me here? I'm yeah. Nobody knows me in this town, you know. And yeah, it's just not. That that is bizarre. Absolutely bonkers, man. That's bizarre. That's bonkers. bizarre. Th- things are at work we cannot quantify, and <laughs> here we are speculating yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> so if anybody else has an experience like that, let me know. Because I mean, I, I I swear I'm not crazy. No, no, nobody you believes know? you're crazy. Come on now, come on now. You got, you got, oh. dude, dude. You have photographic proof. You got video proof. Of of some shit, so yeah. like no no come on, like you're 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 a you're yeah, a step no, up from the crazies that never have any proof. Here you go, you got some shit right here on video. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get more guys. I I promise you that. I I'm gonna pick up that camera tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow evening. So this weekend I plan on going outside. Hopefully, I won't freeze to death and uh, try to get some video footage. 
Yeah, yeah. Make sure you don't freeze to death. That's the most important thing. As you can, man, as you are. Yeah. Like, uh, Get the dash cam, do your thing. If something pops up, you definitely have a platform here. I'd love to share it. Uh, I'll link this. Uh, I'll, I'll actually link your YouTube channel with us on the YouTube channel as well. So if you want to put more stuff up there, we'll, uh, we'll be able to funnel people over to you. But yeah, man, fantastic. This is a, this is a great video for whatever reason. Uh, I, I couldn't find it. Like when I, when you sent this back, I went and looked on the, where do you send it the second time? And the first one was there. So I'm just an idiot. So just FYI, (laughs) there's no men in black here trying to intercept us. I'm just a moron. (laughs) So just, okay. Just well, so, I was going to so say, know. I wonder if somebody pulled it off or what, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, when I looked crazy. for it uh, the second time and then today again, I just couldn't find it, but it was uh, it was on the other Facebook page that I rarely use. So, yeah, yeah, great okay. shit, man. Great shit. Uh, James, I appreciate the call. Oh, Thank so, you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Any any final yeah, thoughts man, while we got you on the phone? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, the pleasure's all mine. I don't think so. I was just, um, yeah, I, I really can't think of anything. Like, you know, like guys, you know, if you want to see this stuff really, um, you know, look up because it's out there. And, uh, you know, if you're not a believer of this stuff, it's really time you should, uh, <laughs> you should look out because <laughs> if they want to let you know they're if they want to let you know that they're there, they will. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no getting around it. They're either there or they're not. And some days I'll go without seeing anything at all, you know, but, uh, lately, I don't know. It's just been weird. I just, happen to look a certain direction and all of a sudden I'll see a glint in the sky. It's like, what's that now? You know, <laughs> you just, you, yeah, exactly. You never know, man. You, you, you start, start to become less, less uh, amazed. <laughs> You're like, Oh, it's another one. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I tell you what though, with, you know, with that two story one, that one kind of got me a little bit because I've, I've never seen anything that huge other than watching that movie, uh, Independence Day. But, you know, it wasn't that scale size, but still something that's as big as your house just hovering over the treetops, it's kind of, they kind of get to you a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that'll, something that'll... you see every day, and it's like, wow, you know. I, and I honestly wish I had video of that. I think that video would have broke the Internet. Yeah. Especially with it just disappearing out of the blue. We're we're still waiting for that. We're still waiting for somebody somewhere out there to pull that off because it's it happens. Again, well, you've you've got proof here of shit right. happening, so it happens. It's definitely happening. I appreciate yeah. it, James. You are the man. Well, thank thanks. you for the call. Thank you for sharing. God well, bless. Be safe out there on the road, man. It, it's not easy and somebody's gotta right. do it. We need you, my man. Alright, sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Uh, James from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thanks for calling, my man. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. Simple as that. See, you can be on the show. And look at this. Look at this. Like, the man has footage. The man has footage of what the hell is this? This is not uh, something as simple as a, 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 a glider or an airplane, right? It has that triangular shape, but the thing comes in and out of the flash of light unbelievably quickly. Again, I'm going to link this video if you guys want to watch it in full screen and go ahead and do your S, uh, what would you think? The, the, uh, the, uh, what, what would you call it? The, the, uh, <laughs> what would you call it? What would you call it? What do they, what do they say? The CSI thing? Is that the thing? CSI? All the letters scrambling around my head. I'm, I'm, I'm like the CIA thing. No, not the CIA thing. <laughs> the CSI thing. The CSI thing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there's, there's the, there's, uh, again, James from Minnesota. He's got, uh, he's got, uh, have, yeah, we got we got stuff here. We got footage here. We got actual footage here of whatever the hell's going on in the night sky. 
And uh, we look forward to seeing more from you, James, and uh, also hearing from you more. I appreciate it. Great, great stories. Great individual. Great talking to you. And uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Simple as that, right? Simple as that. See that? No joke. 702-957-1037. You dial the phone number, you get on the show. <laughs> right? Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. So so there it is. There's the there's a I linked it. You guys can check it out. CGI. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. CSI, CGI, SCIA. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. It never ends. It never ends these three letters. Okay. So so with all of that said, all of that said, uh, with not just Shag Harbor, what about James and his UFOs? I know many of you out there have similar stories, have seen similar things. You may or may not have video evidence. That's fine. I don't. I've seen some weird shit, and I don't have evidence of it, right? But it doesn't mean it didn't happen. That's still my reality, right? We were talking about this the other night on a Best Damn Podcast. What's up? I see you there, Bailey. Thank you for the shout-out. Much love back. It's uh, the Best Damn Podcast. Matter of fact, we're going to do a show with the Best Damn Podcast. That's a great segue. So as we finish this up, we're going to finish the show up right now. Uh, we've just got a couple minutes left. But uh, uh, the Best Damn Podcast on YouTube Right, they're everywhere. Actually, they restream just like us. They stream on all, all the platforms. But do check them out. We're going to have a, a double stream with them on Tuesday. So regular showtime for us. We're going to be 8 p.m. Tuesday. We're going to do. Uh, uh, we haven't decided exactly what we're going to talk about yet, but we will have Bailey here, which is Monochrome on our uh, our uh, uh, Discord. If you guys don't know who that is, and uh, happy birthday by the way, Monochrome. What's up? And uh, so we're going to do Tuesday, and we're going to talk about some some pretty interesting things. John and company over there talk about some amazing stuff on a daily basis. That that dude and that crew streams like crazy. They do like five, six, seven days a week. Every time I look, they're they're live. Like after we get off of this show, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to look and check, and just just to see. I'll bet you they're still live. Like the, the dude the dude is an animal. He streams like crazy. Lots of smart conversation going on over there. So we're going to team up with them on. Tuesday, if you haven't heard of them, I will link them. Actually, right, I'm going to find them right now. I'm going to find them right now, just so you guys know exactly. Uh, just so you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And we'll do it. Let's see. Here we go. There we go. As we finish up, let's go find the best damn podcast. Because they might be stream- They might be live right now. They might be live right now. <laughs> let's find out. Let's find out. And uh, so we're going to stream with them. We're going to we're going to meet up with them, and hopefully uh, the first of uh, many future uh, future uh, dual streams where we get together and kind of have conversations. Um, uh, because uh, you know that this this is how consciousness evolves, right? Like you you get uh, you get you get people together, and uh, you know you, without judgment, you discuss these things and you talk about all of it. So. There you go. There you go. Linking it up. If you guys haven't seen it, that's John Keen of Best Damn Podcast with a, a Bailey uh, a Monochrome on our Discord. Happy birthday! And uh, again, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, he is live. He is live. He is live right now. <laughs> so John, there you go. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him up right now just so we can see real fast because I uh, he this dude this dude is the streamingest animal on the internet. I swear. Check this out, and I mean that in a good way. He, he's live. Dude's live. Dude is live. Here we go. Let's play some of this. Let's unmute this and watch for just a sec. This is John uh, doing his thing on the Best Damn Podcast. They're going to be with us on Tuesday. And uh, you get to see some of this uh, mixed with some Michael Strange and some uh, monochrome in there and some Bailey. And we're going to talk about... up on that stance, guys. You Here know he did. Well, if you've watched me enough for a long time, so if you hear me saying something like this, then you know, like... I had to been shown something or see something or know something. There we go. We're not going to, we're not going to do that. Cause uh, we're going to, he, he'll probably go all night. 
<laughs> if I leave him up, <laughs> he's, he's going to be talking for, uh, who knows? He might go all night. So I, we can't, we can't keep up with that, but there you go. Check out, do follow them. Go, go check out their stream. Follow them. They're going to be with us on Tuesday. We're going to talk about, uh, all kinds of amazing shit. Like we always do. Hopefully like we always do. See, something was wrong with me on the first half of the show. This, the back half of the show, I started to get together. I'm telling you the first half my, my brain was broken. There's something just not right yet. Hadn't, hadn't found my sea legs yet, but, uh, I feel good. I feel, I feel great right now. I feel like we could go for another six hours, but we're not because that's not what we do. But, uh, <laughs> all right, you you guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. Uh, Tuesday we'll be, we'll be here with, uh, uh, best damn podcast, uh, Friday, next Friday, we'll be here with, uh, we're going to do Laura and some of her, uh, her photographs she's taken of some, uh, some spirits or apparitions or, uh, in- interdimensional. She's, she sent me a whole slew of pictures. So we'll, I'll contact Laura. We'll make sure she gets on here Friday. And then, uh, that's what we got on the docket, right? So we're, we're actually making some friends guys. We're actually making some friends and guess what? All of those friends include you. So if you're here listening, uh, I consider you a super fan at the end of it because it's a long show. Uh, there's a, there's a lot to you know to trip over our own words and my own words and the rest of this and fuck it all up. But uh, you're still here regardless of all that. So I consider that super fans. Thanks for hanging out. So uh, this show is open to you again. The reason we always did this is we didn't want you to have to be Linda Moulton Howe to be on this show. So if you have things just like James from uh, Minnesota there had uh, had some amazing footage, some amazing stories. Eddie from Las Vegas. We've had Benjamin from Virginia. We've had lots of people with great stories here. And Bailey, I still want to hear your story, too. So we have we have people who have actually had alien experiences. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, we're done. We are finished and at the end of this. Let's see. Let's find some outro music. I didn't reset this thing, so we might get some stutter. Cross your fingers for me. I need good vibrations right about now. We're going to go out with this track because this track is great. And as we finish and as we talk and as we think and as we look forward to a good weekend, put the energy out. Good weekend for everybody. <laughs> Ah, yes, 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 yes. Aliens, conspiracy, paranormal. That's right. Troubled Minds Radio. Everything in between. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And uh, look forward to you in the next. Please do me a favor. Tell somebody about the show. Just tell somebody, hey, come hang out with us. And uh, you'll see. It's not as bizarro, weird stuff as you think it is. Because there's... There's two angles to everything, right? And there's two ways to look at everything, and more than that even. And so just because uh, we say aliens all the time doesn't mean there's always aliens all the time, all right? It also doesn't mean everything's aliens, right? Or everything's not. So uh, that's, uh, you know, you guys know. I'm preaching the choir. You already know. I'm not telling you anything you don't. But please do share. Let somebody know. That's That's the way these things grow. Patrick says, good to find this. Thank you. Uh, follow us, troubledminds.org, the official website. Uh, we do podcasts, the whole deal. You, you, you name it, we're streaming all over the place. There you go. There you go. There you go. Happy birthday again to Bailey. Thanks, everybody else, for hanging out. Uh, the UK crew, uh, Penny there, feel better. Uh, anybody else who's feeling under the weather, good frequencies, good vibrations. Do your thing. Rest up. Get better. And you're listening to Trouble Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange. (laughs) Always aliens, we say. Always aliens. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. As this music pumps, as the music pumps, fantastic. What's up, uh, Blondie9000? I see you on Twitch. 
Thanks for showing up. Good night. I see everybody there. I'm watching. I got eyes behind, eyes on the side, eyes underneath, <laughs> eyes in the back of Twitch. I'm watching everywhere. I see it all. Thanks for listening. Trouble Minds Radio, Michael Strange. That's me. You're you. We're us. Have a great night and a great weekend. Appreciate you listening. From our trouble minds to yours, have a great night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.